Oh, welcome to the pockets and my name is Mac and I'ma send the enemies packing. Oh, they're gonna be wishing they had traction on their shoes cause I'ma send them slipping sliding down a mountaintop. Oh, hippity hop and I won't stop talking till I, till I, till right now. <laughs> What's up everyone? Welcome to the podcast. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. What a show we have for you guys today. This, I think this is maybe the th- mo- thing I'm most proud of. <laughs> it's definitely up there. Um, this is the fourth uh, live uh, Happy Sad Talk thing that we did. And it was just it was just a fucking dream come true. Um, I didn't really know what was going to happen. If you've listened to the previous ones, they're always a little bit of a... They're always very loose, you know, and I, I like the looseness about it. Um, but I've been trying to find the balance between looseness and structure, you know, because I like to plan things and have cool people do cool things but i also like it to be spontaneous and for it to go anywhere and sometimes there's music sometimes there's comedy sometimes there's conversation um but this one had all fucking three man and it flowed very easily but it was also like it was just guys i was just so excited and uh three of my favorite human beings in the universe caitlin nody was there tyler mclean was there jensen mcray was there and um there were just a tons of amazing people in the crowd that, that came and just made it such a fun, wonderful night. And people brought snacks and like people helped me set up. Shouts out to Camber and Carter and Quinn and Zoe and Sarah and everybody who uh, who helped me with the setup and stuff like that. And it was just uh, it was just really nice. It w- it was nice because it was the start of my senior year here at college, my last year of school, most likely ever. Um, and it was just great to know that I'm surrounded by such cool fucking people, man. <laughs> um, yeah, it really was. It really was pretty mind blowing. So basically, what ended up happening, and what you're about to hear, um, is so I do kind of do like an op- intro, like I do on the podcast, but I do it live, where I'm just kind of like rambling through all my thoughts, um, and then uh, I bring up Caitlin Nody. And she plays a song, and then we do some improv comedy, like, based on the conversations, um, kind of, like, in the style of improv for humans. Um, so, and then that happens, and then we brought Tyler McLean up, and then, uh, you know, we did some talking, and we did some improv, and then brought Jensen McRae up, she sang some songs, and we did more improv, and had some more righteous conversation. And uh, what I had people do, um, I had people read... Uh, or no, I had people, as they were walking in the door, I had people write down on this big whiteboard, like, I had one column for happy, one for sad, one for talk, and one for thing. And the idea was just to write down, like, things that make you happy, things that make you sad, you know, things that we should talk more about. And, like, for the thing column, it was, like, cool recommendations that people don't uh, know enough about. And I had just wanted to read a couple that don't come up in the show. Um, so, uh because what we did is like you'll hear in the podcast as I we we go to the board for sort of like conversation starter topics you know and then it kind of just goes from there. Um, so under the what makes you happy column we have uh, humans humans loving me. <laughs> oh no, humans loving one another. <laughs> I thought it said me. It's written in cursive. Uh, we have the moon. We have Parks and Rec. Yes, Planet of the Apes. That's interesting. <laughs> just the movie. Makes this person happy. Um, and this person wrote singing nothing. I guess that just means like, uh, what makes you sad? Disappointment. Um, Nazis, sad face. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This was right after the uh, 
the Nazi, uh, like the alt-right um, Tiki Torch rally thing. So that's sort of on the heels of <sighs> this recording was on the heels of those events. So you'll kind of hear me talk about those things. And last week we had Hudson Barrow on, B- Hudson Barrow on, who, who sort of leans right, and I was just sort of. Uh, um, hearing him out, and uh, I, as I said on that podcast, I wasn't getting into my opinions. On this podcast, I get into my opinions, so if you're curious about them, here they are. Um, things that make you sad, continuing the list. Uh, not going to college, uh, someone wrote disappointment again. <laughs> um, and then happy feet too, which we get into on the podcast. <laughs> um, things people don't talk enough about. Uh, quantum physics, the Alamo, miscongeniality, cartilage, my dead goldfish. <laughs> the possibility of happy feet three <laughs> um and then the things like uh recommendations are an aardvark <laughs> and someone just wrote remember ipods <laughs> three foot hot dog pandora scooby dooby doo therapy <laughs> and someone wrote g-spot <laughs> guys I love you all so much. Uh, I really think you're going to enjoy this live recording. Um, also, I had my best friend, one of my best friends, um, not denoting. Oh, I just fucked. I just made it sound like I don't like this guy. I had my greatest enemy, Joey Bush. <laughs> <laughs> no, if there's one thing this night proved is that I have uh, so many sweet friends. and But one of my oldest friends, um, Joey Bush, was there, and he... Uh, was doing some like man on the street style interviews before the podcast so i'm kind of using them as commercial breaks in between segments um so you're just gonna hear joey bush just wandering around the party uh just interviewing people shotgun style very random questions and they're so beautiful and you may hear like me setting up in the background um so those recordings are taking place before the actual show started um yeah and i don't really think uh, i think the rest is pretty self-explanatory so if you like music if you like Real talk. If you like comedy, then this is this. You fucking stumbled across the right podcast, my friends. Hare Krishna, the Lord has come. Kiss, kiss everyone you see. Uh, don't do that. That's sexual assault. But um, you know, just uh, yeah. Everyone is great, and um, I'm stoked to have all these rad people in my life. So much to have all these rad people in my life. So much freaking love. Oh, also, quick disclaimer, it was recorded a while ago, and I asked everyone for plugs, and uh, I thought I was going to post it the next day, but it took me a while to post it, so uh, basically everyone tells you about their shows this weekend, and they were a long time ago, but you can still check out all their awesome things. Caitlin Nody, at uh, Huxley, H-U-X-L-E-E, everywhere. Jensen McRae, everywhere. Tyler McLean, everywhere. So uh, basically everyone tells you about their shows this weekend, and they were a long time ago. But you can still check out all their awesome things. Caitlin Nody, uh, at Huxley, H-U-X-L-E-E, everywhere. Jensen McRae, everywhere. Tyler McLean, everywhere. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Here we go. Straight into the live recording. No fucking, no bullshit. No ads, no fucking... The theme song happened live, so we're going. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Ah! Happy sad talk thing. Happy sad talk thing. Oh wait, I forgot. Uh, <laughs> okay. Wow. Oh yeah, this is the part <laughs> where everybody uses the instruments that I laid out. 
Yeah, let's, okay. Yeah, let's get a nice groove going. There's no guitar strap for the audience at home. That's why I'm throwing in these sick Neapolitan chords. I'm gonna modulate so it's easier to play. Hello, inspirational key change like a modern Christian church. Alright, so the podcast theme song for those who don't know, you, go, you say happy sad talking twice. Or four times actually, like this, it goes. Happy sad talk thing. Happy sad talk thing. So if that was twice, that would happen four times. And then after that it goes, I don't know anything. I'm just happy and sad and stuff. Are we all ready to fucking rock this out? Yeah. Okay, Larry count it in! Happy sad talk thing. Happy sad talk thing. Happy sad talk thing. Happy sad talk thing. I don't know anything. I'm just happy and sad and stuff. Oh! Close the job. I want to have sad talk. I want to I just want you know we got a lot of fun tonight. You know what I'm talking about? Hey. Um, there's lots of seats on the floor if anybody wants to sit there. There's also a tricycle back there. It's probably a little low to sit on. Uh, this is Quinn and Mackins, uh, also known by our celebrity couple named Quacken. Also, we're platonic friends, and that's cool, too, because she's dating Carter, who's over there, and now it's on the internet forever. <laughs> um... Yeah, this is our apartment, and uh, we moved in, like, pretty much today. And so this was, like, a nice catalyst to uh, get all the shit in the right place. Um, I was, like, hanging lights earlier, <laughs> and there are these other ones that I had to throw away that had, like, real light bulbs on them. And I just threw them on the ground like Christmas lights, like, to untangle it, and just all of them broke. <laughs> so I spent, so I to, keep your shoes on, friends. Um... <laughs> I've lived in the USC area for uh, three years now. It's going into my fourth year. And um, I'm living on the other side of campus now. And all the, all the, all the white people are like, oh, <laughs> you're out of the bubble, uh-oh, watch out. And, and I thought a lot about this today. I, I think about it a lot, and I know a lot of us have lived around here. Um, because part of me doesn't, you, you don't want to be naive, you know? I don't want to be like caught with my pants down and be like, everyone is just super nice. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know why I did that voice for that person. That was offensive, actually. I'm going to call myself out. I'm going to give them this voice. Oh, everyone is nice. Ah. You know, like, I don't want to just leave my doors unlocked and just pretend that there aren't bad people everywhere, but it, regardless of the neighborhood that you're in, because my parents live in Malibu and my mom... <laughs> My mom's Maserati got broken into. <laughs> um, I was also at a hotel with my parents. Uh, my parents are um, obviously financially well off because I just said that I go to USA. And, um, and my mom drives a Maserati. Um, and I, because being rich is like so not punk rock, I really try to like obscure my background but like I don't have any money like my dad worked really hard and works really hard not to say that people that don't have money don't work hard like he also white male privilege like went to like an Ivy League school but basically what I'm saying is like oh god guys <laughs> what I'm saying is I'm reading a self-help book right now that's about 
It's about personal finance, and I would never read a personal finance book because that's not punk rock. I'm so fucking punk. I'm the least punk person of all time. I grew up, I grew up in a fucking surf town, and I went to Catholic school, and I was a Boy Scout, and I led Jesus camp with Joey like three years in a row. <laughs> On paper, least punk rock person of all time. Um, anyways, but the the book is about like China, changing your attitudes towards wealth, you know, and like trying to. So it's kind of like a self help book based around finance and so I think like I have all these deep-seated like hatred ideas of wealth because like I grew up in like an affluent area and I saw so many unhappy people um, and it's like obvious it's way more culturally acceptable to be like those fucking fat cats up on Wall Street in their big old suits <laughs> um, it's way easier to do that than be like those you know if you like try to like say that like money is better than not money you're like the, the devil um but for good reason but basically the book it tries to, to create a distinction between like pure wealth as just like energy because like imagine just as an exercise if everybody in this room if we were all rich we'd be the coolest fucking rich people ever we'd all go out to restaurants all the time we'd take really cool fucking trips we'd all dress amazing <laughs> i'd have furniture that matched <laughs> as opposed to that couch that i literally got out of the garbage two weeks ago hello punk rock punk rock points achieved ding ding pronunciation points lost <laughs> um what was my fucking point? Jesus Christ. If we were all, we would all be cool rich people. Yeah, we would all be cool rich people. Basically, my point is, uh, I, I think because I'm a self-hating person, it's weird. Obviously, it's, I'm a, I, of the cosmic lottery things to be born into, being a white male in America, you won. You know, as far as like things you have going for me, I was born into a lot of privilege. But because I have a lot of really intelligent friends who explained to me, and I have like still a lot of learning to do, about like how harmful the patriarchy is, and like how harmful uh, white America is, um, and how harmful just like uh, toxic masculinity is, and misogyny, and there's like, so I think as a, and I've a lot of like dude friends I know, and or male friends, or anyone who's in a uh, oppressive group, I think maybe there's this part of you that goes like, fuck, like I'm the problem. And I think that that helps because, like, it's important to, like, look inwards and realize, like, our, through no fault of our own, through just, like, socialization, we have some, like, hurtful ideologies that we need to, like, have awkward conversations and do a lot of listening in order to, like, change them. Um, but also, I think, like, guilt isn't really helpful, you know? And if we're all just, like, walking around going, like, I'm a fucking white piece of shit, fucking bitch. I'm not helping anybody, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if, you, if, that, if that leads to me like trying to like read more literature about like minority group rights or things like that. Like if it leads to positive action, it's great, but me hating myself all day doesn't help at all. Um, so basically, because my, <laughs> because my parents are wealthy, I'm like, I'm a fucking selfish piece of shit. Oh, fuck, I'm, just, I'm just gonna fucking give all my money away and go to Colorado and not date anyone so I don't hurt anyone again. <laughs> I don't know why Colorado in my mind is a safe place, but it is. <laughs> but basically, there's this idea that is harmful that white people that live around USC have that <laughs> straight up just like black people and Mexican people are evil or something that live around here. And it's just like, 
my original point was I don't want to be naive because there are bad people everywhere in every group, regardless of uh, race or religion or culture or creed or whatever. Um, alliteration, songwriter, hello. Um, you know what I'm saying? And so the idea that like in white neighborhoods there isn't just as much like fucked up shit going on. But also, like, yeah, I mean, minority groups are oppressed as fuck, and when people are oppressed, they have, like, there's a lot of low-income people around here, and when you are financially destitute, you're, like, more prone to do desperate shit. Basically, don't be mad at me, I'm not racist, guys, <laughs> um, is what I'm trying to say. But no, basically, I don't know what the crime rates are, but everywhere there's bad people and everywhere there's good people. And across the street, there's this really wonderful uh, restaurant. There's a pupuseria called uh, La Flor Blanca. And I met the owner's son. His name is Alex. And I invited him over later. So we may get a knock on the door from our friend Alex across the street. And I went and there's this like little like street over there or there's this little shop where there's all this like cheap, awesome shit. You could buy plates for a dollar. And there are beautiful plates with like flowers on them. And they're like nice porcelain plates. And basically... Like, I'm not gonna lie, old racist me would've been like, I'm not gonna go in that store, it's dirty. <laughs> you know? Or there's just like, obviously that wasn't how my whole being felt, but if I'm like really looking inwards, like, there's that little white bubble voice in my, just like, ooh, don't go over there. Like, buh, 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 buh. And the USC Village just opened, and there's this like, social justice part of me that wants to be like, gentrification's so fucking shitty, uh. And it is. It's, but it's like a complicated issue, because like, Yes, it's horrible that like low-income families that used to shop at the like affordable shops that used to be there can't fucking buy $15 smoothies at Sun Life. That fucking sucks. Maybe now you have to take two buses to go for the to the food for less and then you like have to work that into your schedule and that's time that you can't be at your job or with your kids and you can't afford to like hire a babysitter so you got to take your kids with you or something like that and you have to pay like the bus or you have to pay the transportation you know you see what i'm saying like or or like people that have been lived in like rent controlled buildings that like they just raise the rent prices like no out of nowhere and then all of a sudden the place you've lived your whole life and where you've like made your whole community like all of a sudden it costs 10 billion dollars because a bunch of white kids want to live there now um not necessarily white kids I, <sighs> other races can be rich and shitty too mac and <laughs> But what I'm saying is, <laughs> also, in like a lot of like low-income areas, there's a lot of corporate corporate chains that aren't necessarily good. You know what I'm saying? Like, so maybe it's good that McDonald's and Burger King aren't like there anymore, and they're like these like like Danny Trejo's like vegan taco place <laughs> is there. You know what I'm saying? Because that's like, you know, a small business that's cool. So basically, what I'm saying is like things are very complicated. But what's not complicated is that <laughs> literally in our fucking society, the hyperbole for the worst type of person you can be is a Nazi. And now we're like literally living in the age of Nazi apologists. It's fucking insane. And I talk about this with all my friends. Like uh, my friend Hannah uh, was on my podcast recently and she was talking about like, it's so important to hear everyone and everyone wants to feel safe and seen and heard. But at what point are you just like legitimizing bigotry, you know? Because like on CNN, they'll have like two legitimate journalists, they'll have a blogger, and then they'll just have a racist person <laughs> with no academic journalistic background. And they're like, no, let's see what the, like, the, the all right is just misunderstood. Like at a certain point, you gotta be like, uh, I don't think you get a seat at the table, motherfucker. <laughs> 
And so in the 80s, there was a band called the Dead Kennedys, and they had a song called Nazi Punks Fuck Off. And uh, yeah, fuck yeah. And even then, like, I was like, oh, that's crazy that there were still Nazis in the 80s. Like, that's crazy that the past was the past. Oh, oh, how how white privilege is so sweet. (laughs) Here's another white privilege story from my past. Um, It's cool, guys. I'm woke as fuck now. Um, (laughs) No, I have lots of learning to do. Um, And also, one thing that I'm trying to not do is like the, what is it called? When you're like a white knight or something or virtue signaling, when you're basically pursuing social justice for the ego of being a, you know, like the Pepsi commercial, the oh. <laughs> basically the Pepsi commercial. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Or like um, expecting like people of color to explain white privilege to you as a like. <laughs> it's just like I think they got enough to deal with, and you can Google shit for free. <laughs> um, but also, I stand in front of a diverse crowd as a white man, like holding a microphone, being like, "Listen to me." <laughs> Um, what was I saying a second ago, guys? About uh, not do it for the right reasons. Do it for the right reasons. Yeah, here's the thing. Like, because I, my family, my rich white family, went on a trip to Africa in uh, 2000, like seven or something, and we like went to this orphanage, and we like brought all these orphans like Legos and shit, and it was dope. And there was this part of me that when I was in high school and smoking weed with my friends and the fucking garages and being like this fucking this bullshit man these fucking white people think they just go in and just help and it's like they're just fucking selfish they just wanted to put a picture on Instagram and it's just all for their fucking egos man and like yeah <laughs> maybe that's true but those kids still got Legos <laughs> so like it's really complicated because what if egotistical charity still fucking charity You know what I'm saying? And like the cynical kid in the garage going like, fuck you for helping wrong, isn't helping anybody. (laughs) He's just like trying to get laid at a high school party and sound smart. (laughs) Oh man. Um, So basically what I'm saying is like, I don't know what I'm saying. One one story I'll tell and then we'll get the real show started and I'll explain what the fuck is going on because everybody's like, what is is this? Is this the whole show? Uh, <laughs> it's not the whole show. There's real stuff that's going to happen later. Um, but basically, this is another, it's just a great example of white privilege. Um, I don't know if you were there, Joey, but me and a bunch of my high school friends, um, I, I, I'm from Huntington Beach, which is a very like Jack Johnson-y town. Think of like Jack Johnson and like... Jack Johnson meets like tap out shirts and monster energy drinks <laughs> is Huntington Beach. Uh, 400 years ago, it was known as the Gospel Swamp, which as a, aspire, as a DIY folk singer, I'm like, that's uh, so bad, that's so punk. <laughs> I'm from the Gospel Swamp and I'm here to sing a couple tunes about my sadnesses. Um, but it's really not, like it's, and now it's known as Surf City. <laughs> so basically, um, there's a lot of neo-Nazis there and there's a lot of white supremacists there. And in the Central Park of Huntington Beach every year, they have a Civil War reenactment, which is the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> and so me and all my white friends would be like, dude, how funny would it be if we ironically went to this Civil War reenactment? And this, I'm not proud of this, guys. We made double-sided signs that on one side said, go Union, like, oh, Ulysses S. Grant is the best. And then on the other side, we had the signs that said like, Robert E. Lee is the general for me. And like all these like, we thought it would be super funny to like, it is horrible as it's coming out of my mouth. We thought it'd be super funny to like troll 
the Civil War reenactment and be like holding up one sign and then like be in the crowd and then just like flip it around and then be like out of place and be like, oh, whoops. <laughs> like as if it were like a sports team or something like that and not realizing like, I don't know. Just thinking it like, you know, this was Obama's America this, and that's when I predominantly grew up. So thinking like, you, you know, race wasn't a big deal, but it is. Ah! Um, and I, it was basically like, take your kid to the place where you're allowed to be racist for a day, day. It was so fucking weird. There was like all these little kids running around in Confederate flag t-shirts and just people that were way too into the Confederacy. <laughs> And this is a weird fact. We went to In-N-Out afterwards, and we we're just like, it, like, cause we realized immediately that it was not funny at all. <laughs> we were, like, we were making the signs, being like, LOL. <laughs> and then we got there, and we were like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and people would be like, my grandpappy's grandpappy's grandpappy was Robert E. Lee's like 37th infantry, and we're just like, oh, why is that what you're proud of of yourself? Um, <laughs> oh, your ancestor uh, was racist. Great, for, good for you, man. Um, so we that's. We went to In-N-Out. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Joey. Um, went to In-N-Out, and the person that ser- is on the In-N-Out, this is true. You go to any In-N-Out, and they print the name of your server, but they only print the first name and the first two letters of the last name. And the guy's name was Robert, and it was just L-E. <laughs> and I think his last name, I mean, maybe this is racist, but he was an Asian guy, and so maybe it was like Robert Lee, <laughs> which is extra irony. Anyways... Race is weird, and uh, it's so hard to be a white guy. Mm. No, obviously it's not, but it's just like complicated, and hating yourself doesn't help anybody, and the point is to help people. So get over yourself, Mac, and that's what I'm saying. Welcome to a comedy show, hooray! (laughs) Thanks for listening to me ramble, everybody. Uh, We're gonna get to some legitimate entertainment now. Thanks everyone for helping me set up. I think Quinn and Carter had to leave, but uh, they helped me set up today. And Carter like set up all the audio equipment, and like Joey and Will went and got beers for everybody, and just like so many people brought camera made snacks, and like I basically like enlisted Sarah and Jensen and Tyler McLean to like <laughs> just do uh, to set up for me. Um, so thank you guys for making this night possible. Um, I was out of the country recently. Uh, oh, here he goes again. I thought he said the show was going to start. Um, I was out of the country recently, and I was like, oh, like everyone, I was in Ireland, obviously checking my white privilege. Um, like I, I had a seat at the table at, at most tables there, you know? And I know that wouldn't be the case if I was different, race or gender. We get it, Megan, okay? You, you, you're, you're trying to be better than you, who you are. Okay. Um, Basically, people were really accommodating, and I was like, wow, people in America suck. And then I, because uh, everybody is like, really takes care of each other over there and like make you meals and make sure you're okay, and people look each other in the eye and wave on the street and stuff like that. And then I came back here, and I realized that like, I was kind of shitting out, like, obviously America sucks in a lot of ways. I don't need to tell anybody that. But like, I think if you, and it's really hard to do this, especially when there are like institutions and like a lot of people trying to tell you and your your demographic that they don't want you around but (sighs) smiling and like being trying to be like a bright individual is maybe like the only form of resistance that we have control over besides like voting in midterm elections which is important and i know me saying that and rolling my eyes right now is the least helpful thing of all time but whenever i hear that i'm like (sighs) what (laughs) like didn't we win the popular vote and then nothing happened (sighs) um you know what i'm saying so basically like what i 
realize is that there are nice people everywhere and there are shitty people everywhere. And the bad people get a lot of press in America, but they're still really cool people. Oh, yeah, and what I was saying about the fucking USC bubble today, I just, like, went over to the uh, store, and I, like, I noticed, the, like, the guy behind the counter was, like, speaking Spanish to the customer before me, so, like, I'd, like, kind of speak Spanish, and so I, like, tried to speak Spanish, like, introduce myself, and, like, the guy was, like, super friendly, and then I, like, met the guy at the Papusa place, and he was, like, dude, welcome to the neighborhood, like, bienvenidos al barrio, and I was, like, thanks, bro, um, and just realized that, like, there's some fear that I think people have around here that it's like a high crime area and people are like, oh, I don't go out past 10 p.m. You know what I'm saying? And obviously it's way different if you're a lady. Um, but it's like, and so some of the fear is like legitimate, like don't be an idiot, be safe, lock, lock your doors and stuff. But some of it is maybe like some deep-seated racism and just like, I don't want to go over there, it's dirty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So basically, uh, yeah, say hi to people, God damn it. Um. Is this recording currently? You're the man on the street. Yes, it is. I'm the man on the street. Hey. All right, I gotta think of some good questions before. All right, I'll just say I'll just say the first thing that came to my head. Do you did you ever have a pet that um tragically died? No. Okay. Joey, introduce yourself to people. The point is that so people get to know each other. Yeah, we're we're pals. We're just guys being dudes, Mackin. We're talking about dead pets. No boys allowed in here. Chill. Hi, uh, Sarah. This is Joey here, the man on the street. Have you ever? Hello. Oh, right. Uh, have you ever had a? Uh, have what's the scariest encounter with a homeless person you've ever had? Um, none of them have been scary. Actually, they just ask me for a few dollars and I give them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. What's what's the what's the nicest experience you've ever had with a homeless man? Any any of those? Um, there's a homeless man that lives on my street that's in a wheelchair, and sometimes he asks for money, and I, I give it to him because he's a pretty chill guy. Cool, cool. Um, hi, Joey here. Camber. Hi, Camber. Uh, do you have have you ever had um a long talk with um. Uh, like a post office employee before like a mailman or someone selling stamps or not a post office employee but today I was telling my whole life story basically it was really about why I was canceling my TV package to the (laughs) Time Warner Cable receptionist that's pretty close all she did was just type my name in and said okay you'll be called in 10 minutes (laughs) oh okay it wasn't her job (laughs) oh okay that's that's a great story wow I'm glad, glad I asked that question that was that was fantastic. You you've been the best one so far. Thank you. I'm honored. Um, so uh, what I want to do tonight is um, I don't know if anybody's familiar with like UCB style improv, but basically um, they do this thing called the Heralds, and I don't really know it because I'm just a fan of podcasts. I don't really I'm not like a trained improvised person i was on an improv team with joey in high school <laughs> at catholic school it's so hard to do improv at catholic school and i'll be like fuck shit asshole ah, f- <laughs> super there's a lot of like fajitas <laughs> so basically um on the whiteboard behind there there was things that make you happy things that make you sad things that not enough people talk about and things so i'm gonna go to that um whiteboard at a certain point and basically um like there's a lot of podcasts like spontaneous nation or improv for humans where basically they all just like sit around and talk and then they do kind of freeform improv based on those things and uh will somebody 
where's like something that I could like make noise with easily? Like that pan. Yeah, cool. Um, can we make a little room for this here? Will someone hand me a spoon of some kind? Oh my God, Mackin, your lack of preparation is so punk rock. Thanks, guys. Is that going to be good enough? Nice. Good call, Haley. Music school. Oh, that's a lot of 10K in your ears. What's up, music school? I go there, too. Maybe, maybe this is the best spot for it. That's so loud. Okay, you got to hit it with this side. Um, basically... Uh, a lot of people, like when you're doing improv, like you're making up a scene and like it's all off the top of your head. Improvise, let's get it. Um, and, <laughs> and basically, a lot of people say, you know, if you want to go to a different story, if there's like two people doing a scene and it's like, actually, yeah, okay. If there's like two people doing a scene and you're like, oh my God, the other day I was like brushing my teeth, it was crazy. And then people say like, cut to you brushing your teeth. And then, so instead of doing that, like basically because for the audio listeners who can't tell when shit's happening, just like hit that once if you're if for the improvisers and say like, cut to Mac and brushing his teeth, and then hit it again when you've like you're done announcing the, the time travel thing. Uh -huh. So basically, I want this to kind of be the idea of this. No, fuck it. This is what it's gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna be like a tiny desk concert meets um, meets uh, UCB show or something like that. So um, I have like a lot of sweet, awesome, talented friends in this room and who are gonna come up here and <laughs> do some improv with me, which I'm really excited for, and play some music. So I'd really like to welcome to the stage uh, the most recent podcast guest, podcast guest of Happy Sad Talk Thing, uh, one of my favorite artists and people, um, Huxley, also known as Caitlin Noti. Give it up for Caitlin Noti, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Of course. Let me move this mic stand. All right. How are you, Caitlin? I'm like a solid B minus today. <laughs> no, regular B, just a B. Yeah. Are you normal? Where Where are you normally? Where have you been this week? Have you been a B for a while? Yeah. This week, this week I've been mostly a C minus. Yeah. Yeah. People were shitty to me this week. Whoo. And I'm I was shitty to people. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, today I'm at a B. We're on the ups. Yeah, we're on the ups and ups. And um, all of you are in college, right? It's much harder after college. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also much easier and much better. And walking back onto this campus gave me serious PTSD. And <laughs> I... <clears throat> I cherished my time here in a way, but also in another way. Fuck this place. Hell yeah. <laughs> Will you, do you feel comfortable sharing maybe one of the stories of people being shitty to you? Um, was it like a personal thing or was it like a guy being like, I'm walking here, oh, bitch? <laughs> oh God, no, there are... I, I mean, I have I have those stories. Was there for an angry days. Robert De Niro walking in Silver yeah. Lake? <laughs> yeah, he actually knocked on my door and said, "Hey, Caitlin, <laughs> fuck you, huh?" I was walking out there. Uh, yeah, I was. Yeah, no, I mean, <clears throat> it's just like boring. Like so many so many details that I would have to tell you. Like so the detail. It's just so boring. It's boring for everybody else except for me. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, you were in a metal band. 
Yes. What was the name of the metal band? It was called Mangrass. Well, how old were you when you, this band formed, and how did you guys come up with the name Mangrass? I was 14, and I did not come up with the name Mangrass, but does anybody want to guess what it means? It does not. Next guess. <laughs> no, no, that's that's always guess number one. Guess number two. Anybody? Fuck you, Joe. You're not original at all. <laughs> no, that's. I mean, the second guess that people say is uh, like a weed thing, like a marijuana. Like is it weed? Oh, like, weed, weed pubes on my yeah. dick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is it that? No, it's none of those. Uh, drummer went to Jamba Juice, got a drink that was mango with a wheatgrass shot in it. And he was like, man, man, grass. <laughs> <laughs> and we were all like, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's metal as fuck. Caitlin Nody, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Um, would you play uh, a song for me? Yes. Can I request uh, <clears throat> if I don't get on TV? You can request it. Uh, can you tell me about that song? Yeah. And like how you wrote it and stuff? Uh, okay. I'm a so really good interviewer. Talk about the thing you're gonna do. <laughs> you are a good interviewer. I had a great time being interviewed, and I'm having we had a, great a good time, time right in now. your house. Can I snag this from? Yeah. Beneath will you, your foot? Will, will you grab me that other mic stand, please? <clears throat> do 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 do. Transition music, cause we don't have a band, cause do, do, do. we're fucking. It's just me. I don't know why I'm using a collective pronoun. <laughs> oh, I felt included. I liked that. Oh actually. yeah. yeah. Me and Caitlin. <laughs> um, all right, so I wrote this song a couple years ago. Do you need a um, guitar pick? No, I don't. Oh. Cool. I wrote this song a couple of years ago for an EP called Teammate. And, okay, to be honest, I wrote it because I had lunch with my friend Thomas, who is like a really excellent songwriter. And he went to Cal Arts and we went to high school together. And ever since high school, I've always just been like totally blown away by Thomas. Uh-huh, totally. Yeah. Please <laughs> tell me more about this right now. <laughs> and um, he came over and we like played each other some songs. And I noticed that my songs were like worse <laughs> than Thomas's. And... Um, Maybe that's not true. I guess it's all subjective. Whatever. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm like not texting. I'm trying to, um, I'm my own uh, one man band. So I'm trying to like, I yeah. have a playlist going of all the people that have been on my podcast and like have uh, royalty licensed free music <laughs> that I'm going to be playing throughout the night as transition stuff. So I just wanted to set that up because I didn't do it earlier because I was sweating and stressing all my friends out who were here uh, on time. <laughs> So wait. Um, okay, so Thomas yeah. wrote all these amazing songs, and I was like, I want to write an amazing song, and I didn't, but <laughs> um, I wanted to write something that was a little more chromatic, and um, so I had my go at that. And well, the lyrics are basically about feeling like a brat, and just, mm -hmm. um, man, yeah, I, I, that's, I think, the truncated version of it. Um, I also, I hate when people do this, but this is a safe space. I uh, don't play guitar anymore. <laughs> I play a synth pedal board that I built, and I play a bunch of tiny little buttons and trigger a bunch of stuff. So this will be <coughs> a journey for us all. 
I don't. I think I set the bar pretty low when I played. Uh, nope, you're an amazing earlier. guitar player. <laughs> All right. So Operation this is get trick Caitlin into complimenting me. Accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were clearly fishing there. <laughs> um, Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for fucking Huxley. Uh, Stick around. The party isn't over Tonight you said you wouldn't back out And all in your dreams You were carried by the team Out the door into the street So why not give them The drink without a coaster The bite from baby rattlesnake And all I can be If I don't get on TV Pay my mortgage, get degree Baby, does it hurt? Shut the fuck up. That was incredible. God damn it. That was great. Wow. Uh, that's the show, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want to do anything else. Oh, I'm going to interview you. Okay. Um, hi. My name's Joey. Joey on the street, uh, as they sometimes say. Mackin asked me to do this. Uh, can, I, can I have your name, please, and what you like to do for fun? Uh, I'm Haley, and I like to engage in deep conversations. Always. Oh, that's perfect. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and ask you a random question. What is the most unique experience you've ever had at a beach? At a beach. At a beach. 
Um, the most unique experience I've ever had at a beach. I went to a cast party that was in a beat, like a house directly adjacent to the beach. A cast party for like a for film a or? Oh, okay. Because I had just done like Les Mis or something and we all went to Malibu and we went to this beach house and had a cast party and then we all like partied on the beach. It was good. That's cool. Yeah. That's fun. What? Where was this? Where was this production of Les Mis? Um, it was in Thousand Oaks. Thousand Oaks. Yeah, I know where that yeah. is. How how old were you? Was this like a children's theater thing or recently? No, well, I was like, I think I was going into my junior year of high school. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was like somewhere in between there. Or I was in my junior year of high school. Cool. So I was like, I don't know, 17, 16. Were you like, uh, were you like a speaking role or were you part of the ensemble? Yeah, I was Cosette. You were Cosette? That's so crazy. I played Marius before. No way. Yeah. Um... Caitlin, uh, if you look to the back of the room for the podcast listeners, I had guests as they walked in write yeah. down um, things that made them happy, things that made them sad, uh, things that people don't talk enough about, and uh, yeah. <laughs> things that are just cool, just like things that uh, not enough people know about. And I just saw that somebody wrote G-Spot on things yeah, that people don't know hilarious. enough about. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything that catches your eye? Or A anything couple things. Yeah. <laughs> Happy feet two is under <laughs> sad. <laughs> Perfect. Can we? Can you and me do a scene? Yeah. On Happy Feet two. Yeah. Yeah. We can. Are we doing it on mics? Yeah, just on mics. Okay. So, but if you want to do a cut two, we'll have this guy here. Um, me? I do the cut two. If you just if you you're allowed to. Okay. But you don't yeah. have to. Yeah. So Elijah, uh, welcome, welcome to the uh, to this pitch meeting um, here at Hi, Paramount. Thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah, no, I really, I'm a big fan of your work. I was yeah. a uh, big fan of Wilfred and uh, yeah. uh, Lord of the uh, Flies. Lord of the Flies. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I saw all it was of that them. Of, yeah, I saw the director's cut of all of those. Yeah, I have a tattoo on my left wrist, uh, Lord of the Do Flies. Do you? Oh yeah. Uh, you know. Okay, so you okay. Just, just to be clear, like you own this cut. You want to hire me as your director, and oh yeah, you've been a lifetime fan of my work. A lifetime fan. I mean, also, I want you to uh, start because, just assuming, because you, I, I would, I would, if it's all right with you, like you to reprise your role as the lead penguin <laughs> in Happy Feet. But also, if oh. you if you want to direct, like I love it, you know. Yeah, I mean, I've. <laughs> If you want to bet, I've tried to move in away from <laughs> yeah. Lord of the Flies. Also, I did do Lord of the Rings. Oh my gosh! I know. <laughs> silly of me, silly of me. I just forget about yeah. it sometimes. It I'm was just such a blip yeah. in my career. Yeah, that's kind of like pretty mainstream. I wanted to let you know that I'm like a real fan. So like, I'm. Mm. That's kind of like a deep cut of. Uh... Anyways, moving on. That's not important. Um, basically, I wanted to talk to you. Mm. What if we did Happy Feet Two? Yeah, um... I feel like there was a lot of unanswered questions at the, after the first one. Do you? You feel... Yeah. Oh, uh... Who's... I well, mean... Well, I mean... I did recently find out my girlfriend's pregnant, and Lord of the Rings money is gone, so... Yeah. You see this emotion that you're using right now? I want you to <clears throat> bring that to Happy Feet too. I don't know, man. I got, I got a lot of shit going on. I don't know if Happy Feet... Cut to Elijah Wood's girlfriend telling him she's pregnant. Get in here! <laughs> yeah? Uh-huh. Yes, what, what do you need? Elijah, get the fuck in here! Yeah, what's up? I'm Elijah Wood now. This is in the past where my voice was different. <laughs> How many fucking times do I have to tell you to wear a fucking condom? 
Oh, baby, you know I love it. <laughs> Raw? <laughs> it's me, Elijah Wood. I love unprotected sex. Okay, well, unprotected sex loving, raw loving Elijah, here's a fun fact. I'm fucking pregnant. Oh, boy. Yeah, oh, boy. And you get your fucking hobbit ass a new job. Who wants, oh, God, you know, just when I have to put rings of power on my cock, it's oh, really, uh, means of, oh, my God, oh, my I guess, God, what did I do? I guess Kate Blanchett was right. To bear a ring of power is to be alone. You have to stop talking about it. You have to stop talking about Lord of the Rings. Have you seen the extended editions? You have forced me to watch the fucking extended editions. Babe, babe, I know you're so mad right now. Babe, 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 you're kind of pissing me off right now. Oh, am I kind of pissing you off? Babe, babe, babe. Yeah, babe. What's up, babe? Babe, babe. What if, let's say we crack open a couple of cold ones. And we watched the DVD of my high school performance of Lord uh, of the Flies. <laughs> Babe, I, you know what? I, I can't I believe don't. you're fucking pregnant. What the, what the hell were you thinking? How am, how am, how are you the one who's getting mad? Your fucking dumb hobbit obsessed ass chose to just slip it in. And now here we are. Baby fucking Frodo on the way. <sighs> my hobbit ass paid for those that diamond pair of pants that you're wearing so i didn't see you complaining about my hobbit ass when you let me fucking have sex with you a lot of times cut cut to elijah wood and his other friends shopping for pants (laughs) i don't know man i just really think that the diamond ring is just overdone well look me samwise gamgee AKA Sean Aston. I'm not one to judge, but I think the diamond ring could be incorporated into, say, oh, pants. Whoa! That's why I still call you Samwise Gamgee and to the day. And that's why I still call you Frodo, bro! What's up? Dude, how great is unprotected sex? Dude, it's so great. <laughs> okay, so you're you're pitching diamond pants. You think that's Yeah, enough? man. I mean, so, I mean, the acting thing's kind of slowed up a little bit, which is... Totally fine with me, but yeah, I'm hoping to actually, yeah, I'm hoping to make uh, some pretty solid diamond pants. I loved you, by the way. Just I know that we're friends, but I just also admire your work. Like mm-hmm. I really loved the uh, the sports, the big sports movie you did where you were like the underdog. Um, oh my god, thank you so much. Yeah, the yeah. Invictus. It was so good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. It meant uh, a lot to me. Not as much as obviously <coughs> Lord of the Rings, because. It was amazing. I was amazing right. in Lord of the Rings. And you were in that. You were yeah. in the movie with me? Yeah. All three of them? Yeah. We did it and together. You, and you were so good at it? You were so good, man. <laughs> you were so good. Cut to um, these uh, two actors meeting for the first time on the set of Lord of the Rings, uh, Fellowship of the Ring. Hey, man. Sean, nice to meet you. Hey, dude, I'd love a latte if you're free, if you have some time. Oh, uh, cra- oh crazy. Also, I'm, I'm, a, I'm Elijah. Thank you. Sorry to be rude. No, no, no. I, that's crazy. I'm actually... Sam, I'm going to play just, Sam. We're both just people, you know? So like a, just a double nope. shot would be uh, great. Actually, I'm going to be playing Sam in the movie. Okay. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I've, so I've read the books. So, you. I've, I'm, you yeah, know, like, I'm a big fan of the books. I've read the books, so I know who, what character you're talking about. <laughs> uh, that's a weird thing to maybe specify <laughs> in this moment. But yeah, I'm, I mean, me too. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. Yeah. Book two. Ooh. 
Don't even get me started. What do you uh book what do you mean? Book two, the sequel. Lord of the Rings two, the the revenge. So, <laughs> the yeah. rings. Okay, so you have just you definitely have read the book. Yeah. Freaking expect a patronum, bruh. Oh. Yeah, that's uh Speaking of Patronum, should we get some Patron right now, dude? I know it's ten AM, but like this table read's gonna be bullshit. Dude, what are you dude? What? This is fucking Lord of the Rings. This is like the most epic trilogy that's like maybe ever been made. No, it is, dude. What are you... You're Frodo. You're the fucking lead. What is wrong with you? Don't tell me you're a fucking nerd. (laughs) Don't tell me you're not about to do shots with me at 10 a.m. I'm Elijah Wood. Bow, 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 bow. (laughs) Scene. This is Caitlin and my like first time doing like public improv. This is my first time doing public improv. So. <laughs> I don't think that's what fuck it's called. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah. yeah. Pri- what is private improv? <laughs> <laughs> Me every day by myself. Yeah. <laughs> Going yeah. like, hello, McKenna, how are you? I do that every day. I talk every to myself in an day. accent every fucking day. Oh, yeah. yeah. What, are some cho- what, is, what are some accents you're really proud of? Um, I've got South African coming out quite well these oh, days. Shit. It's like it's coming out like so I've got the table over there. I've got this microphone in my hand. I've got the cabinets on the wall, refrigerators, a person sitting there on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I, here's a real question. To me, South African, Cockney, and Australian Very and New close. Zealand. Ooh. It's like, hey, what's up? I'm from South Africa. Hey, what's up? I'm from Australia. Hey, what's up? I'm from New Zealand. Hey, <laughs> New Zealand. hey what's up? Yes. I'm from London. <laughs> Okay, who is not who? to brag. No, I want to be. But um, I recently sang with Lord at Coachella, oh! and she like <laughs> that's that's not the part. That's not the story. That's she's not the from story. Aus- she's from Australia, right? New Zealand. And okay, <laughs> let me mansplain Lord. Lord's history to you. Yeah. <laughs> Lord. Okay, so in working with her, she was like really kind. She was uh, she's very pa- passionate about her music, and. Um, <laughs> But there was like a five-piece vocal ensemble that I was a part of, and she, she would like try and give us direction. But her way of doing it was just like so humble, braggy, and like so like. Okay, she would say basically stuff that was like, okay, you know what? It's so weird, but I've got this just like crazy voice, and it's like really hard to sort of imitate. So just do your best. But honestly, like my voice is the weird one here. So if it's just don't even try really to do it. And I was just like, are you telling are you telling a, like a group of five professional vocalists to not try to blend with you? Like what 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 is so crazy about uh, that? Like <laughs> not everybody can fucking do it. Oh. Like, and then, oh, God. And then I saw her in some fucking late night show. <laughs> I guess this is me shitting on Lord. But oh, <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'll say it. Open invitation to Lord to come on this podcast and oh, defend God. herself. Oh, God. God bless her. Yes. But I saw her on some fucking talk this show. This just became and she's WWE. 20. Like, you better come down to your Lord on Sunday. <laughs> We're going down. It's Caitlyn versus Lord. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I would win in a fight with Lord. But anyway, I saw her on some fucking talk S- show. Talk show. And she, uh. So she was famous when she was like 13, right? Or like 14. Or she got signed when she was 13 and then her record came out when she was 16. Yeah. They've been breeding that one. But like, so... uh, Anyway, she was on his talk show and she starts talking about like 
how incredibly mature she's gotten over the past, like, three years. I mean, now that I'm 20, <laughs> I can just sort of see the world in, like, a, in like a different sort of way. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? You're 20. You are 20 and you know nothing outside of your successful pop music career. Like, fuck you, dude. Well, can, can no punchline there. Just I me wanna, getting I, mad at Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get to our other guests because we have two yeah, lovely friends here. But can we do a quick scene where you play Lord and I play you? Yeah. Meeting you? Cut to me. Yeah. Cut, cut to Caitlin meeting Lord for the first time. Hi, how's it going? I'm Caitlin. I'm here for the for the background vocal audition. Can you actually just um, get me some water, please? Thank you so much. Do you want? Uh, I brought my uh, I brought like a karaoke track to sing along to. Um, I'm sorry. Who are you now? My name. Hi, my name's Caitlin. I'm. Uh, oh, hi. It's nice hi, to meet you. Hi, it's so nice. Ella. To meet you. Hi. Ella. Ella. Yeah. Oh, thank you, uh, Mrs. Ella Lord. No, I don't fucking want that one. Thank you so much. <laughs> Does that say water on it or does it say Gatorade? I believe it says fucking Gatorade, you goddamn imbecile. It is a Gatorade ice, to be fair. It looks like water from afar. Like, I'm sorry, who are you? One more time, one more time. Hi, my name is Keelan. I'm from USC. I, uh, I'm really excited to meet you and I'm, I'm not going to throw up today. I'm just going to go... That's good to hear, I'm just Caitlin. Go That's right really into good it. to hear. And I... Oh, my God. We'll always love you. Okay, no, that's really wonderful. I think I think you're gonna do great. But there's the bridge. Just, Wait till the bridge happens. I, I believe you. I so believe you. I've just got to go run over here really quickly. Um, can we get a replacement actually for this one over here? Thank you so much. You. <laughs> okay, and Sienna. <laughs> um, Will Van Dalsen, what is the closest that you've come to death? Fuck, dude, I don't really know. Um, but the thing is, is like, even if you haven't come close to death before, th- there's still an answer to a qu- to that question, you know what I mean? So you have to... Um, the closest I've come to death. Um, fuck! I don't really... Okay. I'm Do you want a new question? I want, I, want a, I want a new question. Okay. Um, what, what is, what is the, the wackiest experience you've ever had with a wild animal before? Um, is, am I not an interesting person? I don't have any good answers. <laughs> wait, wait, let me think. Uh, I, I saw a bear pretty recently in a tree. That's pretty crazy. Did you do anything to this bear in the tree, or did you just say, holy shit, that's no, a bear in a tree? I just said, wow, that's a bear in a tree, and looked does at it for a sec, then people? went about my merry life. That's pretty dope. Yeah. I'm interesting. See, this is why I didn't interview you first, Will. Why? Because I had to save the best for last. I love you, Joey. Ladies and gentlemen, um, one of my favorite... Uh, oh, please hang out on stage. Please stay. Oh. Please remain. Oh um, I want to... You know, it's like Ellen, you know, scoot down on the couch. But we don't have a couch because that wasn't in the budget. I'm exactly like Ellen DeGeneres! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage previous guest of this podcast, accomplished thespian, and my favorite improviser in the goddamn world, Tyler McLean. Come on down, Tyler McLean. 
Thank you for getting a chair for Tyler. Here she comes, Miss America. That was your little theme song I made for you, Tyler. I love it. Thanks, man. Also featuring the um, car alarm from this street that was just there. Um, what's your hot take on car alarms? Love them, hate them? Can't live without them. Can't live without them. People use them for the wrong reasons. Um, often too frequently or not at all, but never the right amount. That is a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tyler, how do we know each other? Will you tell a brief oral history of our friendship? Hmm. I picture a hot day in Los Angeles. <laughs> I think I'm safe to assume that. Um, let's see. Did we meet probably through... Jack, right? Jack DeMeo? Oh, yeah. I, I basically was a nerd, obsessed fan of your improv group, Commutus Interruptus. And I came to like every show and laughed way too loud in the front row. Like, you would just come in and make a facial expression. I'd be like, ha ha! And expect everyone to come laughing in behind me. Jensen McRae can attest to this. Yeah. I so appreciate it, of course. Um, especially since nobody else was, but you were. Um, I have a question about this. Like, there's this idea of this, uh, I think it's a, called a white hat heckler, who is someone in the crowd who is supportive and loves you, but is distracting from the show. Um, or like, I get, like at a lot of improv shows, you're like, can we have a one word suggestion? And someone's like, dildo. <laughs> like, <laughs> every time there's that guy. Also, Caitlin, please contribute to this conversation oh. if you feel so compelled, but you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> Do you have do you have any like uh, what are your thoughts on that like someone who's like is there any do you find that to be a problem where there's people that are too enthusiastic about being an audience member and are, sure. are kind of distracting from the show? Of course, um, and I mean that happens in the theater too. Um, of course, just people who who come in and uh, maybe don't gauge what they're about to see. Um, and of course, more than anything, I'm happy that they're there. Unless they like walk on the stage and start tearing things down, that would be, you know, of course. Please, uh, you know, think twice before you come again. Um, but, um, <laughs> but I, but yeah, but it's not anything to complain about. It's it's actually at the end of the day when you're sitting at home, if you've successfully managed it, it's quite nice to think, wow, I, I guess I had a little something in me that I didn't expect. Um, when you can well that in a effective way but uh but yeah uh, in an improv space because it's so open and everyone to a degree realizes that this is bs like it's improv um that openness and that lack of reverence which is appropriate for improv a lack of reverence but people yeah do feel like now it's my turn i'm not on stage but it's right. my turn to be a part of this totally so, especially yeah, when that, you're asking yeah, yeah. for suggestions and there's one guy that's like way too excited to like True. contribute the ideas he thought about before he came to the show oh man i've seen i've seen sets going on where a joke will be told on stage and then now it's time for this guy's commentary on the joke. And he's sitting in the audience and he'll be like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, just like the audience will laugh. you like, ah, I like that one. Or like, uh, or like, get out of town. And be like, Who's, like, you're, you guys in on it with this guy? Or? I believe laughing is the appropriate response to yeah. sure. signaling that you liked that one. <laughs> but, but the first time he spoke, he got 
some laughter from the audience and then maybe the second time a little bit more so he's like this oh, is my show now. exactly now it's a battle between the two uh yeah and like forces obviously as a, someone on stage you're, you're trying to create a momentum and a and a vibe where people feel comfortable and then like that guy's distracting from the show but if he's positive you don't want to like shame him for liking your show so you don't want to be like hey fuck you for coming to my show yeah by the way everyone thanks so much for coming to the show <laughs> You know what I'm saying? What's important, I think, is to make a choice of how you're going to deal with it and lean into that choice. Because yeah. anger in like uh, an intense way can be funny, whereas yeah. also like the meek, like like could you please not talk in my Yeah, it's also a little bit funny. But totally. the person who's like, could you please not talk? Is like all of a sudden the you have you to kill the vibe. The energy yeah. exactly, and obviously like it's tricky because sometimes, and this happens at music shows too, like interactions with the crowd and can be the most entertaining parts of the show if you handle it right like if someone says something and you reply back to it like you want to encourage that to a degree you know what i'm saying do you caitlin do you have have you been heckled at music shows uh it's obviously no you know what it's different because you have loud instruments that play for five minutes and then people have five seconds to tell you how they felt about it whereas comedy it's like anytime anybody (laughs) right anybody can just say whatever apparently um no, I also have a bad habit sometimes of like calling my audience fuckers. Like I do that like too much. It's like really bad. Like I was thinking about it yesterday when I was brushing my teeth. I have a show tomorrow and I was like, just don't do that. Just like don't be mean to them because they should be mean to me if I call them fuckers. Like that's not cool. <laughs> So like I, guess it, I guess I just said the opposite thing. It's like a self-fulfilling pros- prophecy of like, don't be mad at me, fuckers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can we do a quick scene of uh, you two doing an improv show? And then um, I'm going to heckle you guys. Sure. Actually, that's bad improv, me telling you guys what to do. No, no. Fuck no, that. No. I appreciate it. Let's, okay, cut to a music concert. And anyone can be anyone. Improv. Yes, and. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to uh, welcome to my show. My name's Ryan. Um, Woo! Yeah, thanks, guys. Ryan! Oh my god, I'm really nervous. This is my first show. Uh, welcome to Room Five. This is the past when Room Five existed. Um, What's she so nervous about, man? <laughs> We're all just having fun. <laughs> um, I just th- this is my first song. is about a, a breakup I went through. Um, Ooh, is anyone bummer? It's a bummer, dude. Has, <laughs> yeah, bummer, man. Has anyone in the audience ever felt heartbreak? That's what this song is about. Because you know how sometimes it's hard, but you know that it's the right thing? This song is called, It's the Right Thing. I know it's hard, but it's the right thing, yeah. And can you guys sing it with me? I know it's hard, but it's the right thing, yeah. And then it goes, is Is it just you? Like you don't have a band I'm, or anything? I'm so sorry. Like, can you stop the can you stop the uh the MIDI track please? Can you uh <laughs> I'm sorry, did you say something? Uh no, go on. Yeah. I think okay. it might be our responsibility to take over this show for the sake of the audience. I mean <laughs> Okay. I didn't want to say uh, anything, but if that's what you guys think, we do have a two-person act. Yeah, <laughs> and it oh. is widely regarded. <laughs> okay, <laughs> cut to these two people rehearsing for their two-person show. Okay, so I figured we could just start off. <laughs> 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 ha la la la. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Spaceship coming from outer space. Spaceship coming from outer space. Spaceship coming out of space. We are visiting your planet. Coming from Mars. Bruce and Sarah! Do you want any fucking meat love? I will take some meatloaf. I'll take some if you'll take some. Well, it looks like we're taking some meatloaf. You guys are the least grateful kids. I fucking hate you. That was okay. Long. You want to go from the spaceship part? Yes. Okay. A one, two, seven, eight. Up we do. Coming from outer space. Death ray to the major cities. Martian, 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 Martian. Cut to these two meeting and deciding to start a band. Oh, pardon me. Um, that was my nickel that you just picked up. Oh, I'm so sorry. I just, that's kind of my habit. I just find them, pick them up, but you please take it back. It's okay. You have to share your fucking siblings. Fuck you. I feel like we've been siblings for, what is it, like six years? But six, seven? I don't know. I feel like this is the first time I'm seeing you. <laughs> I know. It's like we've been living under the same roof, but also not at all. I should have introduced you guys. We live in a very large mansion, and you live on the opposite corners of the mansion. You live on the east wing? I do. I do. And you're on the west? I'm on the west wing. Okay. So it says, yeah. And you're seven? Um, seven and a half. Seven and a half. Okay. I'm six. Yeah. Cut back to the improv show where they said, uh, right to the moment where they said, we have a two-person act. Okay, well, I'm pretty much done. Like, you guys get it. Uh, so, j- j- guys, follow me on SoundCloud. It's HTTPS. Okay. Uh, www. Yeah, it's, okay. Oh, I think you, you guys aren't writing this down, and I'm really worried that you're going to forget it because there's a lot of characters in the URL. Anyways, just, okay, you, here, here, you guys, here you guys go. And then, uh, you guys, and then they go up on stage. Hi, everybody. Hi. Nice How are we doing? Oh. <laughs> okay, so we... <clears throat> We've been rehearsing this a long time. We developed it uh, when we were six years old and seven. I was the seven and a half one. Yeah, I was six. Um, and <laughs> now we're a fair 20. Um, so let's just say this has been through the, uh, the ringer. lab yeah, yeah. and the ringer. Yeah. And uh, we've come out with a very Boo, nice no one likes you. How do you like it? <laughs> Fuck you guys. And then Ryan leaves. But there's still people oh. in the audience. That Ryan, I hope he finds whatever he's looking for. Here we go. Okay. So, we're doing the spaceship. Yeah, we'll and keep the intro in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> People of coming. Earth. And scene! Thank you guys so much! <laughs> wow. This is all I've ever wanted with my entire life, you guys. This is the greatest night of my whole fucking life. Man on the street here, Joey Bush, Mackin asked me to do this. Yeah, man in the hallway, actually. Um, so he asked me to interview some random people. Oh, hello. Uh, Sam, I um, I know you didn't ask, but I'm telling you. I, I, was, I was hoping that you would say your name because I totally forgot to ask you but it's I, okay you're doing great okay all right yeah I'm new at this um what have did you ever when you grew up did you ever have like uh, uh like 
doll or like stuffed animal that you were really close with and do you have any uh, kind of stories that relate to that doll or animal or whatever it is yeah I do actually my mom had a stuffed animal growing up uh, called Lovey Bear and she passed it down to me and I liked it because it belonged to my mom it looks like crap now you know I can't even tell it's a bear but you know it's right. special you know um, that's pretty cool and I like gave it a sweatshirt because it looked like it really needed something to cover up the old um, it's beautiful Her, its name is Lovey Bear and my dad makes films so when I was like 11 he like wrote a film for me where I had to basically like go take down a bunch of bad guys because they stole my teddy bear oh. had, yeah you know there was like guys in masks and guns and I was like shooting spitballs at them and Basically, I got the teddy bear back, and, you know, I got a bunch of money, too, because I stole their money, and I bought it all to get more stuffed animals and cupcakes. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's on YouTube. (laughs) It's called called Lovey Bear. Oh. You you heard it here first. Check it out. Lovey Bear. It's going to be the new hit. With two Vs or two Ys? Just, you know, one of each. Uh, And and then Dash, Paulo, DeMello, my dad. Solid. Did you, did, well, no, I got to come up with a fresh new question for you. Okay, fresh new question. What, what is the worst experience you've ever had with a kind of food that you were unfamiliar with? Oh, dear. Um, well. Oh, wait, hang on. You have to introduce yourself first. I'm Joey, man on the street. I'm Tyler, man on the street. Cool, okay. I'm just, I'm, I'm the interviewee. Right, okay, so worst experience you've ever had with a food you were unfamiliar with? The unfamiliar part is throwing me, I haven't, it, it's usually one or the other. Like, uh, usually I'm pleasantly surprised by food that I am not familiar with, but food that I am well, familiar nice. with sometimes will kick you in the, the stomach. I remember being in um, Florence once, very lucky to go to Florence, um, and had uh, a very heavy gnocchi that sort of saddled me for the rest of the time there just a heavy weight you know what i realized this this story is going to get out of hand are you ready to oh i'm i'm yeah this is that's great oh dear well (laughs) it's it's gonna get out of hand i apologize i've i've soiled uh my reputation with this story many many times but uh but uh we were on our way back to the bus i'm a tourist in italy and uh or a long walk to the bus from this restaurant and I'm like I gotta go to the bathroom but it was like nah the crowd is all moving here I'm just gonna follow the herd I want, I'll be able to deal with it later um, and we're on this bus and I'm just in that middle age where it's not like I'm not like a kid where people disregard me but I'm not old enough to be a part of this like cool group of uh, young adults I'm sort of in the middle trying sure. to impress them trying not to look like a kid but I have to go to the bathroom and we're on this bus and uh, like more than a half an hour goes by. I'm like, are we at this hotel yet? And an hour, hour and a half go by. We realize this bus driver is lost in the hills of Italy. This was announced to us. It wasn't like, oh, this guy must be lost. It was like, we're trying to find our way, everybody. Like, uh, don't worry, we're lost in the hills. And uh, I was just, you know, sweating bullets and doing everything I could to not go to the bathroom. Uh, and so eventually it was just like, I there's there's nothing I can do. And my dad went to the front of the bus and asked the bus driver to stop and I dashed to the front try you know dashed because I needed to go to the restroom sure. also because I didn't want these cool young adults to see me 
dashed out, just ran into the bushes. It turned out, I found out later, it was like a, it was a rose hedge. Like, oh, and so I didn't even realize, but I was being like stabbed by these roses. I found out later when I was uh, dealing with it in the hotel room that I had like blood, like marks, these little like pricks oh all God. over me. <laughs> But I had to go so bad, and that just takes priority when you're at that stage. Exactly. So I went in this random rose rose field in Italy. Poor someone who picked roses later must have been so sad. Um, but I made it to the hotel. Only got out of the rose bush, got back into the bus, and we continued. And I realized I wasn't finished, and the uh, the nervousness and the embarrassment kept me from finishing. So. I have to go again. We finally make it to the hotel. I burst in the doors. I'm yelling bathroom. They're Italian. They don't know what I'm talking about. I say toilet. They're like, okay, we know what a toilet is. Over there. I run over there. Um, this story is so long. Your answer was so concise. and No, I love it. I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat. Wow, so I go in there and it's just, all I can say is like explosion. And I apologize. <laughs> like, it's so bad. Um, but you, like, and, and I'm also ashamed to say this, but this is not the first time or the last time that it would happen to me. I've just got a history of being shamed and humiliated by that part of my body. And it's good. It usually, like, resets my, my pride meter. That's perfect. I go all the way back yeah, yeah. to, like, I've been humbled and I have to deal with it. But I usually stop and, like, take a breath and just slowly clean up everything. And then I made my way to the elevator, went up, found my way to the room and then and then when I was washing found that I was like covered in these little pricks oh my gosh and it was just like once I fell into that bed I was just like wow <laughs> all cause you ate some heavy gnocchi I can't believe I was such a fool <laughs> and and the advice that you should go to the bathroom whenever you have the chance really is something that I don't live by um, enough to get out of these situations in good time but uh that I, that's a, such a great piece of advice. Noted. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing. I, I felt compelled to tell the <laughs> truth, even though I'm like, Tyler, first impressions with three people, and this is the first I love thing that. I hear from you. We've all been through some, I think, some I think that stuff, was right? I think that was a great story. Oh, Joey on the street is off to interview some more people on the street. But thank you both for being so amazing. Thank all right. <laughs> um, I I could I wanted to let that song go on for <laughs> the eternity of time, but um, we have another wonderful friend to get to. Please welcome to the stage another previous guest of this podcast, the wonderful Jensen McRae. <laughs> Hooray! What's the move? Oh, can we do a stage thing? Uh, Caitlin, can you beatbox while we transition? Uh, no. Oh, wait, no. Oh, I, I wait. I planned for this. I got some music. Can take. I have a. I got. I think we're. Are we? Are we transitioned? By the time I get the music on, it's gonna oh, be over. I think I'm. I think we might have already done it. And welcome back to Happy Sad Talking. Um, I just okay, blew guys. a kiss at someone I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's because about half the people in here just left. <laughs> that's. This is true. Yeah, guys, yeah. move if you're to. Truth, uh, please. Guys, I'm just. Somebody's texting me that wants to be here. Um, yeah, uh, by the way, the bathroom is fucking to the right and then go through the bedroom. I'm not going to lie. I had to pee so bad and I was waiting for an opportune moment. I decided to just do- go for it. One of the, I feel better than I have in months. <laughs> <laughs> I feel amazing. How did you 
you were you just like gonna go through one of the other two doors in this place? Well, no, because here was I was thinking like, do I want to make noise? Do I want to get up? I don't know what the protocol mm. is. Mm-hmm. This is a there's no there's really no protocol. Uh, so I was just maybe gonna hold it forever. Jensen, can um, I have you switch places with your guitar? I'm so sorry. Me switch places with my guitar. Like put the guitar where you are okay. so that Larry can see who's. Thank you for letting me use your guitar, Jensen. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, could you put the guitar? Move the stand. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Welcome back to Mackin uh, forces his friends to do things for him. Cast. So what's up, guys? What's going on? Yeah, perfect. Just so you can sit. So it's like a panel. Perfect. And we're back. Awesome. Wonderful. All right, everybody, shut the fuck up. Okay. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. <laughs> As we were saying, tell me about when you just peed. <laughs> yeah, no, I just made the executive decision that uh, you know it's 2017, my body, my choice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Heck yeah! <laughs> God, I just want a nice smatter. <laughs> I want the people at home to know if there's now less applause or less after. It's because a thousand people just left. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say conservative estimate about a thousand. You'd be shocked at how much this this place can hold. It was. It was, we were really getting up there. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> who knew a two-person apartment could hold 1,007 people? <laughs> who else is here? Um, Jensen, uh, because you're a wise, beautiful creature whose thoughts and opinions I appreciate on stuff, is there anything that's been said this evening you want to uh, throw some hot takes or commentary on? Yeah, I have some thoughts. I mean, I think that, I mean, there's you were right in saying that these issues about like race and gender and class are really complicated. Um, for those listening at home who don't know me, I am a black woman. I guess that's not necessarily just evident right off the bat. I don't know what you guessed, but I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, I mean, with regard to what you're talking about with those like charity trips and how there's like this element of wanting to criticize people who go on those trips for the virtue signaling you were talking about, but also an element of like, is egocentric charity still charity? With a lot of those trips, there's a couple of main flaws, one of which is that a lot of times the people who go on these trips, like for example, to like build houses or wells or schools, don't actually know what they're doing, so they end up building these things that, yeah, they're kind of crappy, they don't work, um, and they don't you know, last, and so you end up building these things that are not actually helpful to the infrastructure. And then the other problem is that, especially we, the problem that you have, I think more with younger people, where they want to like take photos with like the young beautiful yeah. African children. Yes. Um, the you're not there for very long, and these children, especially if you're talking about kids who don't have one or both of their parents, are going to develop bonds to you. And if you bond yeah. with these children and then abandon them, that's going to be really traumatic for them. Totally. So I those are kind of the two that. main problems that occur with those charity trips. Because it's on the one hand, it's like don't criticize people for helping, but it's like there are there's better ways to do it. If you're going to, if you're going to devote your life to that, or if that's going to be a significant part of your life, you have to educate yourself on like why those trips are not as simple as like getting on a nice plane to Africa and yeah. like taking a bunch of pictures and like building a crappy house and then leaving. Cause there's like totally. a lot of those people. It's not just the week you're there for them. It's their life. And like, you can't play with it. Yeah. So that's, that's the one thing that was beautiful. Sure. And yeah, then, fuck yeah. <laughs> and then in terms of the other stuff, just like, you know, uh, there was, I was watching, and uh, I think it was on ESPN or something. It was a panel with um, Stephen A. Smith, Max Kellerman. I don't remember who the female commentator was because I only really know who Max Kellerman and Stephen A. Smith are. And I, then don't, there was, I don't see gender, so it's Exactly, fine. yeah. I don't see gender or race. I'm blind. Um, <laughs> but, 
but I'm just regular I'm just blind. regular blind. Yeah, um, but there was an there was an additional man who was a white guy who wasn't a sports commentator. I think they just brought him in as like the resident conservative. He was educated. He was a lawyer, but they were talking about um, actually this recent uh, fantasy draft auction that they'd been doing. So they were having the players in their fantasy draft stand on auction blocks, and then the audience was auctioning off. Oh, you guys God. already know the punchline of this one. Uh, yeah, it was black, predominantly black athletes standing on an auction block in front of an almost entirely white crowd. And the conservative comp, so the backlash was, hey, did you guys know that looked like a slave auction? And then the uh, conservative commentator was saying like, no one's ever had a problem with the fantasy draft before. Uh, like a lot of the comments about it being uh, uh, resembling a slave auction were due to the fact that Get Out just came out and they have this scene with the auction in it. Not to spoil. If you haven't seen it, what's wrong with you? But there's like a scene with an auction. Hey, what the fuck? Yeah. Spoiler alerts. Exactly. And so like basically the the response of the black commentator and the female commentator and Max Kellerman, who's just like woke bay, white man who just like speaks truths. Um, they were saying that not only does it not matter if people didn't have a problem with it before because it had never been done that way before. Like there have been fantasy drafts going on with fantasy sports for a long time, but they'd never been done in that particular visual medium. And so like, not only was it like a new thing, so it's not like people in the past were like, we hate fantasy sports auctions that happen online that no one sees. But also I think the most interesting point that was presented was he was saying like, that wasn't the intention. Like that doesn't necessarily have to be what it looked like. Like it didn't look that way to me. What Max Kellerman said was television is a visual medium optics are the point and so it doesn't matter what your intention was what matters is what it looked yeah. like because that's what television is it is what it looks like so that was just kind of just a, you can kind of extrapolate that onto larger themes and that you know whenever people talk about oh this wasn't this person's intention whenever it's the most hey, useless word intention, yeah intention. intention is the most useless fucking yeah. word because like I, I didn't intend my fucking alt-right alley rally to be like super racist i just believe in white rights but i didn't intend for it to be racist or my like, alt-white alley oh. that i'm starting where it's just a shops a racist shops the alt-white alley that's a mall we in the racist harry, there. in the racist harry potter book instead of diagon alley it's alt-right alley oh my god it's a nightmare that is a nightmare yeah. but yeah like basically just like whenever people uh white people men straight people rich people whoever they are, are talking about intention it's like that doesn't the oppressive matter. demographics. Yeah, the any yeah. of the oppressive demographics. Like your intention is relevant to a point, but what you did still had ramifications. The thing that I notice most when I'm having conversations with people in positions of privilege, and I am one too. Like I'm black, but I'm biracial. I'm a light skinned black woman, and I come from a place of financial affluence. So I'm kind of juggling like being like biracial and a woman and blah, 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 and Jewish and like, but also like having these other privileges. Um, whenever I talk to people in those positions of privilege, they often think that their intent is the most important thing and that their actions are happening in a vacuum of they're only happening in 2017. But what's happening is not happening in 2017. It's happening throughout all of human history. When you try to reclaim a swastika, when you try to say that a Confederate flag is a symbol of rebellion, it's just not because we created these symbols and so we assigned meaning to them. And so if you try to pretend like what you're talking about is only happening today, right now, in what you perceive to be a post-racial world, which it's not then you're ignoring hundreds of years of human history and assigned meaning. And if we're going to throw out all assigned meaning, then nothing means anything. And let's all just go die in a hole. Like we have to assign yeah. significance to things. And yeah. like, that's really the, so yeah, that's basically all. Fuck I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you're, God damn it. Yeah. It, well, it's so, there's so many beautiful things you're saying um, that I want to respond to. Um, 
But yeah, it's like words are very powerful. And I think it's so interesting when people criticize like PC culture and they're like, fucking lip darts, Netflix, like, uh, blah, blah. but then, cucks. yeah, fucking, <laughs> fucking cucks. We can't say faggot anymore, so we're going to invent a new word to insult you with. <laughs> fucking cucks. Um, it's crazy to me that they criticize the left for being too sensitive, and then you're like, what if a black person was in your neighborhood? And they're like, oh, no, 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 it has to be like I was saying, that's my idea. Like, they're yeah, way- like they say that they're, we're all triggered snowflakes, and then there was like a black Santa, and they're like, Christmas is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> they're way more precious about their ideologies. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. And it's also one of the, the poisonous ideas, I think, is like, uh, just going back to the charity thing real quick, is that there's this American notion of like, we're the people who help people, yeah. and you're the people who get our help. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and just the idea that like, we don't have anything to learn from other cultures or other demographics or even like, it can be, yeah, just a, this sort of like uh, mm, patronizing versions of charity that are just like... I guess white knighting, but just like... Yeah, white savior, the white man's burden, all of that yeah. stuff. The us versus them thing is the problem. Totally. And I don't know that much about like a lot of the complex world issues, but I feel like we go in a lot of places and we're like, we're, you're going to have our, our brands of democracy. Yeah, that's how we got a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah, totally. So just realizing like, oh shit, like even when you're, when you're trying to help somebody, recognize that you also maybe have a lot to learn from that person. You know what I'm saying? You oh, know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Monopoly Man, poster in the corner. Yeah, Mac. I looked over as if that poster was going to respond. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He said, yeah, Megan. You didn't hear him. Uh, oh, doesn't the Monopoly Man have a, a monocle? Like, That's all the, the time? the Mandela effect. He doesn't. It's the planter's peanut that has the monocle. <laughs> okay, let's cut to... Let's cut to... Uh, Whoa. Let's cut to a holiday party where the uh, Monopoly what? Man shows up and somebody sa- and somebody's like confused because he doesn't have a monocle. Real quick, we're gonna do improv now. Hey guys, wait, I feel like everyone's kind of looking at me a little weird. Oh my fucking God, you're the Monopoly man? I, I mean, it's, I'm trying not to, like, I'm trying to keep it a little hush-hush. Oh my fucking God, can we take a picture? Yeah, please. Oh my God. Does anyone I, have a, a I like love a, Monopoly. Anyone have like a I camera? Fucking, I love Monopoly. I love, should, Becca, should we sing the, the Monopoly song? Yeah, oh my God. Pass, go. Both. Get $200! Every day we sing that song. I'm going to need you guys to never do that ever again. <laughs> oh my God, you're oh. so funny too. I know, he's really hilarious. I, you, you mentioned something, got a picture. Does anyone have one of those, uh, a, cam- a camera, that's what they're called, yes? Oh, he's so cute. He's oh from the God, 20s when the game was invented. Okay. What okay. year is it? Is it not? Oh you know what, God. never mind. Let's not get caught up with oh semantics. Oh my God. Also, you're an uh, uh, Anna anthropomorphized uh, two-dimensional uh, logo. That's also crazy. I did lose a little weight. Thank you. Thank you. But I've been meaning to wait, slim down. Wait, 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 wait. What the fuck? Where's your fucking monocle, you fucking imposter fuck? You fucking cuck. Hey, I, I just want to say as the host of this party, could you just not be attacking anybody at all? I appreciate that. Thank you, Stacey. I really, I, that means a lot. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Excuse me. Um, I'm sorry. I'm confused. So are you the Monopoly man? Or? Of course. Yes. Uh, first name Monopoly, last name man. <laughs> Just, but where's your monocle? Did you get LASIK? Oh my God. He got, yes. He got fucking LASIK. Yes, he got LASIK. Yes, he got bitch. LASIK. Yes, queen. I don't uh, 
first of all, I'm very uncomfortable. But second of all, I never what? had. Why? I don't. I don't own a, a monocle. I'm no aristocrat. Oh. Just because yeah. I have tails doesn't mean I'm some sort of, you know, poi polloi. <laughs> You're like a working man with a top hat. I'm among the people. I just, I enjoy fashion. Sue me. (laughs) Throw me in jail. Do not collect 200. Right, guys? Greatest hits. Oh, my God. Oh, my. This is the best day of my fucking life. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'll have what she's having. (laughs) Cut to, um... All four of us at work, because we all work at the same company, and that's what this party is for. Becca, you ought to be ashamed of yourself, of the behavior that you put on the other night. It was truly, it was truly abominable. I was just having fun. I don't know what you're talking about. Are you still drunk? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, guys, listen, guys, at, uh, at uh, at this corkscrew company, I just think that we should have diplomatic conflict resolution. That's why I've called everyone to the conference room. So, uh... Mr. Man, as, yes. you, as you've please made call it. me Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Monopoly, we're a fun office. We go by first names here. Chinos, right on Fridays? Oh yeah, I just I'm, wear, I'm wearing a V-neck. I'm fun. That's I can't believe I work at a fucking corkscrew company. My dad did not pay five hundred thousand dollars for me to attend U.S. See. So I could work at a fucking cart campaign. What current was that in my currency or No, uh, 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 even though she's drunk and uh, I'm not drunk. Okay, even though she's feeling it, she <laughs> has a legitimate point. So we need to give her a voice everyone. Perhaps she should just be dismissed and we can return to the you business. You should be of- dismissed. You should be dismissed. Maybe she's misunderstood. Yeah. I'm misunderstood. Everyone asks, how do I get Boardwalk? How do I get Park Place? No one asks, how's the guy on the money doing? No one wants to know how I'm doing. I've had a drinking problem for 25 years. You don't hear about it. I hide it in the thimble. That's where the flask has been. All right, I think it's fair that tensions have gotten a little high. I apologize for losing my cool. I'm no colored. (laughs) Do we not say that anymore? No one told me what year it is. Um... Everyone gets a voice. Uh, anyways, uh, basically, I hired a children's clown to come in and ease the tension. Uh, Chuckles, will you? Can you do what? Can you start, please? Hi, everybody. I'm Chuckles the Clown. <laughs> Watch me toss this baton slightly above my head. And Your baton looks you? like a dick. And scene. <laughs> hey, Joey. This is Carter. Hey, what's up, Carter? A.K.A. Tuck. A.K.A. Tucker. <laughs> big Daddy Tuck is what I prefer. He's my big daddy. <laughs> big Daddy Tuck here. <laughs> Wanted to know. <laughs> what's the deepest you've ever gone? The deepest I've ever gone? That's a pretty ambiguous question. And you're not going to clarify, are you? No. Um... There was one time where I was uh, I was training uh, to be a lifeguard. Okay. Uh, I was I was in a pool, and I was so everyone's training to be a lifeguard. A lot of them are sixteen-year-old kids, right? One fucking huge ripped fucking guy. He had to have been at least three hundred pounds, just from like fresh off the boat from uh, Russia. And he was a lifeguard in Russia. 
yeah, he was like could barely speak English. He was right off of the boat from Russia. Is that the moment you knew? No, he he didn't speak English very well, but he was huge and he had already been a lifeguard in Russia. And he was I had to save him. Everyone got to save other 16-year-olds, but I had to save him. And uh wow. so he went down like pretty deep and uh i went down to try to save him then he went deeper and deeper and deeper um and i started choking on water and then he actually had to save me so that's okay the, deepest I've ever been. the i i really love that but you still didn't really answer the question so how like can we can we get specific how many feet you think um it had to have been at least 15 feet that's beautiful. Thank you so yeah, you're much. You're welcome. Okay. Man on the streets back here. Oh my gosh. Guys, I love this. I never want this night to end. All right, guys, we're going to do one more song and one more set of scenes, and then we're going to call it a show. Uh, Jensen McRae is a wonderful songwriter. And uh, will you play a song? I will do for that. Us? How should I um, Heck yeah. configure myself? You should. Here, this is what we'll do. I'll turn up the music that's been playing. Oh my, what a smooth transition. Oh my God. Should I just switch seats with you? Yeah. Switch seats, and then can we do one microphone for her guitar? Currently playing is Winter Break by Muna, Katie Gavin, episode a certain number that I should know, but I don't know. But she's on this podcast. Check her out. Give me the look when you're I ready to go. I appreciate that. I also don't want to be hitting the teeth. Nope. Say it. <laughs> Safe space. Okay. Is the thing we're still recording? Cool. Sick. Fuck yeah. Joey, why haven't you been on this fucking podcast? Oh my God, wait a minute. Exposed. Wait, really quickly. Is there a fourth microphone? Tyler, can I borrow this your microphone for a second? This is four. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's not going to work. Is it going to work? Joey, take this one. Oh, shit. I just want to <laughs> check in with Joey. Joey's been doing man on the street interviews like while we've been setting up and stuff like that. Yeah, dude. And I don't think anyone on this podcast knows this, but... When I, I, before I started a happy, sad talk thing, you, me, and Derek Quinn started a podcast called Football, Football Jesus, Jesus, Sex, Sex Obama. Obama. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, what are the four most relevant things? <laughs> That'll do it. If yeah. we're trying to get hits. <laughs> and we recorded an episode, like, we got, we got drunk, and we were drinking red wine out of mugs, like a couple of pretentious pieces of shit. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> it was super fun. And that's... Uh, Maybe I'll put that episode out on this podcast. Dude, that'd be cool. But then I went solo. <laughs> I started my solo podcast. Mackin, I've always you've always been a Justin Timberlake type. <laughs> ah, football Jesus. Sex Obama was the in sync of podcasts. <laughs> Jensen McRae, ladies and gentlemen. She's gonna play some music. Do I need to give any context or should I just like start singing? Will you start singing? Can we do the con- do we want context before or after? Before? Cheer for it. Before. Guys, I'm not even going to ask for after. That was pretty universal. 
Um, yeah, which song are you going to play first, Jensen? It's called Believe You, and I wrote it three months ago. Heck yeah. Do you have any follow-up questions, or should I just like kind of riff on that? What, well, you're, you're a person that writes like three songs a week because you're like a superhuman freak. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, just I'm, ju- I'm, in, I'm inspired by I've actually slowed down a bit recently because yeah. over the summer I, uh, I was taking a bit of a hiatus from drama because, you know, school's out, so I tried to like have kind of a chill summer, so I don't have as much yeah. to write about. Mm. But um, my sophomore year was very tumultuous. And it was very turbulent. And I'm trying to pronounce those words funny and no one's laughing, but it's fine. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I like wrote this at the end of sophomore year. I believe it's um, pronounced turbulent. Turbulent. Tarje. Um, yeah, I wrote this in the end of sophomore year. And um, this summer I have not been writing as frequently. I've only written like, I think, nine songs, which for me is not a lot for, for three months. For me, I try to write at least like six or seven a month. Do so you guys I'm understand like, why I fucking hate myself? <laughs> They're not all good. I like how Mackin always asks when he like when he talks about my songwriting. He's, always, he's acting as if like everything is like a, like a Beatles song, like an amazing like so much of it is garbage that I can't even like. Most people have not heard ninety percent of my songs. They're just like they go in the trash can. But I have to write them because it's like musical constipation. If you don't get it out, you can't get to the good stuff. <laughs> That's true. That's actually like a writing philosophy I believe in. Like yeah. quantity over quality in the short term leads to quality in the long term. Yep. Better. What's the song called again? Believe you. <laughs> I tried to remember the title. I was like, better days <laughs> for you. Let's hear it. Blah, I've had two beers. Blah. Okay. Will you play? Believe you. For, I will play. Believe for, you. Everyone needs to stop yelling at me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jensen McRae. Play with my hair Get me in the mood Whisper that I Have been getting to you Tell me You're gonna fall for me soon And watch me Get drunk, mine's the name that you slur, but you speak so clearly when you talk to her. Tell me it's Mars while we stare at the moon and watch me. So you tell me I'm pretty That I'm easily lonely So you walk in with me And you're taking my hands Like you so often do Why'd you let me Oh 
Without uh, turning this into gossip cast, um, <laughs> sorry. Well, you, you mentioned before you said that like there hasn't been a lot of drama in your life, so I assume maybe one of the, your main sources of inspiration is like it seems like you write from a personal place. Well, this happened at the end, like right when the drama was like, boom, and then I like basically completely like dialed out of humanity, and I was like, can't. This was enough to last me a few months. So this was like the product of you had enough uh, drama to last you the winter. The summer. Well, the summer. If we're going to get details about it. What are seasons? It's 2017. Yeah. I'm very seasonally inappropriate, as I think we established <laughs> I, don't, I don't see seasons. Yeah, I don't see seasons. Like I said, I'm literally blind. <laughs> but yeah. This without, was, yes, yeah. without calling this person out, um, <laughs> can you give me a very, 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 very vague uh, what yeah. inspired that beautiful song? Yeah. I mean, a boy lied to me. Um, he... Drake, do you hear it? <laughs> yeah. I mean... You know, I made the mistake of, like, very loosely getting involved with the person who I knew didn't have a great history with the ladies. And I, like, I mean, like, I'm, like, a child. Like, I, like, have never been in a relationship. And, like, I'm, like, I'm very inexperienced. You're also seven years old, which is impressive. I'm seven years old. Yeah, I skipped a lot of grades. Um, You're so woke for seven. It's incredible. I wish I could say that, like, I've matured a lot. And, like, I have. Like, obviously, I'm not the same. But I'm ba- I'm very similar to who I was when I was seven. Right. Like, I'm very, I'm very, I'm almost 20, in case, for the listeners at home. 
Um, in case anyone's looking for a hot ticket, just kidding. That was really weird. Hello. <laughs> but yeah, I um yeah, a, a boy lied to me, and um, he uh, he kind of actually played both me and one of my best friends. So I wrote this song Ooh. about that experience. It was Intense. nuts. I have like not had that much drama in my life. This was kind of great. Yeah. I just feel like I just felt very important. Isn't there that like as a songwriter, isn't there like that producer part of your brain when something shitty happened? You're just like, this is my ticket to the top. I honestly, think, I, I, I want to, I don't want to believe this, but I feel like a portion of me going into the situation was like, if anything happens, I'm going to get a pretty good song out of it. Dude. Okay. Cut to the two girls confronting, uh, confronting <laughs> this guy uh, or just any guy. Just cut to two. This is illegal. Okay, we cut to two guys, different guys confronting a girl who's been leading them on. Different situation. Wait, do we need any? Can we have like a like? Do we? Do we are we finding out that we've got played or it's, we know already? It's the, they know and they're confronting. They're, they're on their they're, way. They're confronting this girl. Got it. Actually, you yeah, fuck it. It's 2017. It's these two guys confronting a third guy. Got it. Got it. Here we go. Are you ready for this? I don't know. I mean, like, I'm a little bit nervous, but, like, I know we got a John Tucker must die this right now. No. We know what he did. We don't. We know what he did. And we're going to get some justice. I, and I brought my guitar, so if we need to get, like, a musical interlude or whatever just to, like, regroup. I say let's definitely plan on that towards the end towards when the we're end. building. Right, right. Slow burn and then just really hit him with, like, a nice E chord because that's pretty much all I got. Hey, guys, welcome to TGF Fridays. Are you guys got any fucking sick appetizers yet? Or do you want to fucking order them? We're Fuck. not hungry. We are angry. Oh, shit. Might I recommend our flaming Hot Jalapeno fucking poppers? Um, Kate, what do you think? I don't really know how to proceed. I'm a bit peckish, but I feel like, you know, protesting uh, an injustice on an empty stomach is, uh, you know, part of the charm. We'll go with the charm. Sounds like a two fucking waters coming right up. I'll Thank be right you. back. Please, no ice. <laughs> and, and, and we don't really like lemon, but we'll have it in the water anyway. Fucking lemon on the side. Um, do you want to start or do you want me to start? I feel like you should start and I kind of come in hot towards the second half. Got hey it. guys, welcome to TGI Fridays. Uh, I don't know if we've been served yet, but... Uh... I'm Max, I'm gonna be your server. Are you guys dining alone, or...? We've actually been bothered already, and we are waiting for a third. Oh, you are waiting for a third? Yes. Okay. All right, so, uh, you want some... We got these fucking sick jalapeno poppers that are, like... <laughs> We've got really... two waters on the way, but Hey, two I got more two waters for... Oh, fucking Brenda, what's... I, th- I thought I had table seven. Oh, uh, yeah, no, that's cool, man. You can... No, it's fucking... It's fine. It's, like, fucking, I just... Cool. I thought we talked about this fucking last fucking week, fucking... <laughs> Yeah, Art is truly imitating life. <laughs> yes. All right, so... Fucking sorry, guys. Brenda's going to be your server, apparently, so yeah, fucking Yeah, Brenda fuck, is going to be your server. Fuck so me, right, you guys? Want, <laughs> you wanted waters, and you are waiting for a third, correct? Are, are you three menus? A party of three, yes. Party of three. Three's a crowd. Three's company. Uh, I get. I talk too much when I'm nervous. Why would you be nervous? Why would you be fucking nervous? <laughs> Why, why are you waiting for a third? Can okay. you chime in here? I yeah, need, I we're need definitely going to need to see the manager. Um, okay. so I, I am the manager. Talk to me. What's going on? Spill. Brenda. I got to take a fucking shit. I'm getting out of here. Uh, Brenda, we've been assaulted by two of your employees. One of them is you. You know what? Todd, I'm assuming that's your name. It is. You... <laughs> 
Well, Todd, first of all, welcome to TGI Fridays. Second of all, I know you guys didn't come here to just have not a third. So what's your third doing? Our third is probably doing somebody. <laughs> yeah, zing them, Todd. Hey, yeah. guys. Hey, guys, how's it going? Um, it's me, Brendan. Yes, me to meet you here at the TGIF. Is it something that the three... Our third has arrived. Oh, oh my God. This, this guy? You know, hey Slim guys. Pickens. Yeah, my name's Slim Pickens. Big deal. <laughs> I'm, I'm Mr. Pickens to you, waitress lady. Okay, I'm gonna need you to wake out, wait outside, Mr. Pickens. I need to talk to Todd and Stiff Stephen. It, that's my friend Kate, who's a dude. Uh, that was established earlier. But, uh, okay. But it's all right. Brent, so it's Kate is my given name, but guys, Stephen just, is for just, a professional company. You. Oh, you know, this is really I'm clearly out of my depths here. I'm gonna wait it by the curb. You know what, though, Brenda, you've. Yeah, you've kind of entered into the energy here, and you're a part of it now, Brenda. <laughs> I feel a part of it. I want to help you. I want to give you jalapeno poppers and water, and I want to help you. So, Slim, why don't we do this now? And Brenda all will right. stay. Okay, that's all right. What are we doing? Are we getting are those poppers? Did you order them, or are they? I think we all know this isn't about poppers. All <laughs> oh, right, we're sitting in for the long haul here. All right. <laughs> Brenda, I'll take two orders of puppets on me. Brenda's not giving you fucking shit, man. <laughs> Sing them, Brenda. All right. Uh, take the lead. I'm going to need you to take the lead on this one, Todd. You know I'm not good on lead. Slim, you know how good I am at taking the lead. <laughs> That's right. In all swing dancing classes, you are always the dominant one. You didn't tell you me that he also took you to dancing? swing dancing. You took swing dancing? I thought it was just that That's one salsa crazy. class that one I time. I didn't know that either. Wait. What's clear is that you've been telling one person something, telling another person something else, and then telling us both whatever else is there to tell. Zing them. So why don't you tell us who you're in a relationship with? Well, it looks like I've been bested, all right, guys? I guess the truth comes out. Ah, shit, mate. Shit, mate. Fuck, mate. Is now when I do the... Do I do the guitar now? No, or are we... We're, not the we're building there. We're building. Maybe a okay, little something underneath. Close. I'm in a relationship with Douglas, the other waiter who just went to take a shit. <laughs> wow. That was amazing. <laughs> I have an EP coming out in a couple of weeks. I'll keep you posted. Oh, my God. Are you on SoundCloud? I'm on SoundCloud and Bandcamp. Oh. And this off-brand one called SoundCamp. Oh, I've heard of that. I've heard of that. What a great That's shit. That's Jay-Z's oh, new, st- new oh, service. Oh, is this, uh, are we, what's happening here? Are we still, uh, Brenda, don't you feel like you've taken their orders for their appetizers? I feel like I'm doing my fucking job, <laughs> man. All right, you're the boss. I am the fucking boss. You're okay. You're, you hired me and you signed my paychecks, air quotes. Slim, if this was yeah. a more, uh, primitive society you would be dead for what you have done but we are here to have a conversation like adults right we're all adult wait he comes here of 18 right yes <laughs> totally sick me too <laughs> look slim you've been running in circles tying yourself in knots for months yeah well, why don't you just well, unspool the web of lies okay that was Really poetic. It's, that's one of the lines from my EP. No. No. Oh, my God. What's that one called? That one's called Unspooling. Oh. 
My God, that it's is very beautiful. haunting. I've been told by several of my parents. <laughs> Slim, the point is, you are dumb because we are best friends and we talk about everything. So we when we do mean everything. I knew it was a bad idea to sleep with a two-person band. (laughs) You knew it was a bad idea, but you did it. You wanted that Fleetwood Mac fame, but you just yeah, close but no cigar. Guys, can I be honest with you? The only way I can achieve a sexual orgasm is if my life some way resembles the lives of the members of Fleetwood Mac. Are we supposed to feel bad for this fucker? Yeah, do you have a doctor's note that confirms this? Yeah, one sec. Um. <laughs> Can you, uh, hello, doctor, uh, doctor, doctor, doctor? Yeah, well, <laughs> pardon me, I was just in the middle of surgery. What's, what's the trouble? Well, doctor, doctor, I'm actually, uh, I'm actually... I've, you know, I'm going to be honest. Just cards on the table here. Yeah, I'm hey. fucking super high, and oh. I've actually forgotten why I've called you. <laughs> you know, like, how are you? How is it going? This surgery is going very well. I've cool. successfully made it through the first hour without. He, can, he can't be talking about the medical note. He can't. <laughs> he definitely, he definitely forgot. No, he definitely forgot. Is he like this? Is he He's this just, who you both chose? You'll never guess. There's a song on my EP about no. this. <laughs> oh my god! I'm kind of the Taylor Swift of this group. <laughs> I see it. Slim, I see it. Hang up the phone. All right. We know it's not real. Okay. Perfect. Cool guys, what are we doing here? Should we get some poppers? What's going on? Didn't sound like you got much confirmation Not there, none Slim. None at all. Oh, that's what. Oh, that's right. I was supposed to call him over the thing. <laughs> Shit. Look, I say, you know, closures uh, for the birds. Yeah, that's and so poetic. You know what else is for the birds, Slim? Your poetry has always uh, meant a lot to me. I'm Don't a- go trying to seduce me now, Slim. Not with Todd here. I've actually written my own poem. Because oh, I thought, this ought to be good. I thought this might happen. <sighs> Roses are red. Violets are blue. Derivative. Where's this going? What do you guys nice. think? <laughs> oh, just the Was first half. Was it the half. accent that got you? <laughs> I think it's say? just like a really, it, it's, it's a symbol of like the dichotomy of human emotion that we all experience but it's like a spectrum you know it's like it's not all roses and blue you know it's like don't let him confuse you with his hippie talk i'm just a yellow daisy mate i'm glad you said that because i was going through a little mind maze and i was getting trapped in all sorts of dead ends remember when we went to the actual maze babe he didn't you didn't tell me he took you to a maze i thought that was our thing todd we never found our way out did we no we did it <laughs> What happened in the maze, but we, we found the cheese, didn't we? Uh, cut, cut to Todd and, uh, uh, what's my name? In the maze. All right, guys, welcome to uh, Maze Land, Maze Hunters, uh, where every maze is the maze. Uh, we will find the exit. Is this a maze land like maze like corn? I thought, is this like a corn theme park? Uh, you could say that for tax reasons. <laughs> um... <laughs> But uh, I'm just going to leave you to it. There's uh, not really any instructions. Like I said, this operation is quite under the table. Can we talk for a second? I suppose. I'm going to go check out (laughs) the first part. (laughs) Listen, um, I kind of told my boyfriend, Todd, that this was a corn-themed theme park because back for where I'm from, uh, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, it's 
I was raised equal. To, I had three parents, and I spent equal time in each part. Of course. Right. Um, it was actually really hard. Um, that's beside the point. Um, Sir, I'm just the maze host. Right, and I, that's my point. Is back in all of those three countries, we call corn maze. And so I just like, do you have any kind of corn, anything here that I can hear? I'm really excited for the corn part of the maze. Yeah, there's corn. I bet, uh, you know, if you find some double air quotes corn at the end of the double air quotes maze, wink. Are you telling me that there's going to be corn at the end of the maze? There's, there's corn, wink, everywhere you look. <laughs> Wink. Okay. Hi, I'm from the IRS. I'm here to investigate if there's actually corn here because we've gotten some pretty fishy reports. Oh, uh, there's corn. There's corn coming out of your ass, yeah. Jason. Ma'am, I'm going to need you to show me literally one ear of corn on this property. <laughs> right this Sir, way. have you seen any corn here? Uh, cards on the table, Jason. I'm super high and I've forgotten what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> if you just go into this maze, you can go first and I'll follow I'm not. Right I'm not going to go into the maze. But if nope, you go, you, that's where the corn is. Yep. Nope, you just need to sh- you need to go get one ear for me. That's where the corn is. And uh, if you, you know what? Actually, that's not true. I've got a little nice little rag in my back pocket with some corn on it. Again, this feels highly irregular. That's a, I that's, 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 can't that's strongly. A cor- that's corn the band. That's a themed merchandise uh, rag that you got from them. K-O-R-N. Yeah, that doesn't count. Sorry, Look. Jason. Sorry to interrupt you, Jason, but I, I got you back, bro. Look, lady, I got a lot of money in the Cayman Islands. I got a lot of loose ends that need to be tied up. I don't need you hassling me about my goddamn corn. Slim, Slim. Oh, hey, Todd. This maze, call it that, it's a labyrinth. Of what? (laughs) Are you bothering this poor maze director? That's what I want to know. This maze is unbelievable. Yeah. And believe me, I have toured. Todd, you like it? Hedge mazes. Yeah, Slim, I love it. You're not making Hedge. Repeat what you said. It's a hedge maze. There's no corn here. I'm going to have to arrest you, so we're going to just go. I am not going to do well in prison. What's going to happen to the maze? Cut to the, the jury trial where uh, the, the <laughs> corn maze operator is being, uh, or just the maze operator is being tried for um, fraud. Order, order. Welcome to my court. Uh, <laughs> defendant, you have the uh, burden of proof. No, you don't. The prosecutor does. Gotcha. A little pop quiz for you. Well, can we have opening statements from the prosecutor? Well, I've seen a lot of this and that here and there. Let me just say, I've been around. But this level of negligence, I mean, come on. We're not, you know, we weren't born yesterday. Objection. I was born yesterday. So strange. Well, it's been sustained, so that means... May I proceed? I am representing myself. Let the record show that the defendant was born yesterday, which makes him one years old. I'm very impressed by your handle on the English language. I also have a great handle on the English language. As a fellow scholar, I respect you. So I'm going to go ahead with my opening statement. I just want to say that I'm innocent, should be cleared of all charges, and also awarded a hefty sum, a handsome fee for my troubles. Perhaps in the form of some corn wink. I must inform you that an attempt at bribery is a crime. Oh, I'm not trying to bribe you. I want you to bribe me. (laughs) I... Have oh, been emotionally fuck. damaged beyond belief by these proceedings. Are you talking about a countersue? I am countersuing. God damn it. <laughs> Cut to the jury uh, deliberations. 
I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> right? I, yeah, was so, I have literally no fucking idea what happened. I thought the defendant was so charming. I mean, why did she... What is corn wink? What Who is knows? corn Her wink? Her whimsy is just so refreshing. Guys, should we have split that fucking edible before we like heard the fucking opening oh, statement? Oh, goodness, no. Goodness knows, no. <laughs> Wait, you took... You had an edible with somebody? Oh, Oh. None of us are on drugs, dude. Like, don't rat I me meant, out, Steve. I meant I, uh, <laughs> me and some, uh, uh, some, uh, friends of mine were listening to, uh, Slightly Stupid in my car, and, uh, <laughs> it was no one else that was here, and it was, uh, but, yeah, guys, cards on the table, full disclosure. <sighs> I'm super high. Wow, I'm not, for Oh, sure. goodness, no, it sounds like someone's a little bit on the high side, too. Oh, no, no, this guy's all on his own wagon. Oh, yeah. Sounds okay, like... all right, okay, all right. Just, just fucking... I'm not on trial here. Obviously high as shit. <laughs> you're on another fucking planet. Oh, I'm goodness, the only... no. This is why we didn't invite oh. you to the barbecue, no, Linda. No, 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 no. Jurors can't have barbecues. Jurors, that's fucking illegal. If all of you are fucking <laughs> having a fucking barbecue and I'm the only one taking this shit seriously, this... Horn fucker should go to jail. Am oh, you the- silly goose. Women don't read the oh laws. My <laughs> oh, my God. Cut to the barbecue without Linda. <laughs> Trials, am I right? Whoa. Bob, you have gotten very good at barbecue. Yeah, Bob, Steve, what are names even? This yeah. potato salad's better than my grandma's. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of grandmas, like, what is time? <laughs> Wait, who are you guys? Should we be going? Yeah, we've got tickets to the opera. Cut to closing statement back at the trial. Look, as I've said multiple times, uh, I'm a hero. So uh, all of this is just slandering my character. It's wasting your time. It's wasting my time. If I could just get back to my lovely labyrinth. Uh, that would be great, and uh, and of course the five million dollars in emotional damages, and I'll be on my way. That sounds pretty fair, but ultimately I'm just the judge. This lies in the hands of twelve jurors. Oh my god! Okay, close. Can we hear the 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 guys? I'm working on a beatboxing career, and I'm trying to get some practice. It's very promising, Your Honor. Check out my EP on SoundCamp. And scene. (laughs) Man on the street here. uh, He told me to do this for the record. I'm not just completely false. Uh, My name is Joey. Your name is Tucker. Uh, um, I'm trying to come up with a clever question uh, to get to know a little bit more about you. Yes. Um, what is uh, the most uncomfortable experience with a family member that you've ever had, whether it be sexual or non-sexual? Well, once uh, my dog was acting real weird and we didn't know what was going on. Turns out he had a rope in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? No, I watched my dad pull it out of his ass. <laughs> it was a horrible experience. <laughs> oh, dude, that's great. I'm getting a lot of good stories, dude. I love this. This is fantastic. <laughs> All right. We're, okay. Quinn. Hi, Quinn. I'm Joey. Um, say hi. Hi. 
Um, okay. Uh, what is... Have you, have you, have, first off, have you ever put up uh, Christmas lights by yourself, like on your house in your childhood? Not by myself. Not by yourself, but have you done it before? Yes. Have you ever um, had a strange encounter with any kind of person while putting up Christmas lights? Have you had a weird experience putting up Christmas lights? Um... Well, I can say this morning I walked into my apartment and Mackin was hanging those lights up. Those Christmas lights? Yeah, in the apartment. And I walked in and he was standing on the couch and he said, We open in two days. (laughs) We have no budget. And started screaming like he was like a theater teacher. Ah, that's pretty good. I wasn't doing anything, though. That's a good bit, though. That was a good good story. I liked that. Will you guys let me know any uh, shows that you have coming up? Or any, I'm going to post this podcast tomorrow morning. Um, is there anything that you guys have um, that you want uh, people to know about, where they can find your material, or any performances you guys have coming up? Caitlin? Yeah, I have a show tomorrow. Woo! Woo! At uh, 12.45 p.m., baby. It's a brunch set. Woo! Woo! Where, where is it? It's at Lot 1 for Echo Park Rising. Fuck and yeah. And, yeah, it's full band. This is oh, currently me right now, so... I didn't realize that. Did, that didn't happen on purpose. Or did it? What? Anyways. That's, uh, that's great, Mackin. I'm sorry. <laughs> what happened was I made a playlist of all my friends' music that I like and don't have to pay for. And uh, um, it's uh, Apple Music, so I'm, I'm gonna, <laughs> I can write you a check for eight cents. Um, Thank you so much. Yeah, that's a seven-cent tip on what it <laughs> normally would cost. Um... <laughs> And I just have it turned down, and then I turned it up and happened to be Huxley. See, now it's not you anymore. All right? Anyways. <laughs> Sorry. Echo Park Rising? Echo Park Rising. Where can people find your sweet, sweet music? Uh, truly everywhere. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Especially Spotify. Woo! Get those uh, tick marks up tick, and I get, what, 13 cents? No. I don't know. Less than that. Is it 13? $5,000 for every million streams. No. Jesus goddamn Christ. Oh, no. We're all going to be broke. What's one millionth of 5,000? Uh, I don't do math. <laughs> <laughs> Jensen McRae, where can people find your shows and your musics? Where? Uh, to my knowledge, I don't have any gigs coming up, but you can follow me on Twitter at McRae Jensen. Follow me on Instagram at Jensen McRae. I'm on SoundCloud and uh, <laughs> comedy. I'm, a, I'm on SoundCloud. Um, I'm not on Spotify right now, but I have a song coming out on August 31st with uh, Paper Sun. It's going to be a dance track. What? Yes. Um, but yeah, that's going to be cool. And I've got like other cool stuff coming up that I can't, I don't have any details about yet, but okay. once I do, you'll hear about it. Fuck yeah. And follow Jensen McRae on Twitter. Twitter is fucking awesome. What's your Twitter handle? At McRae Jensen. We spell it. No, I had the other one, but I changed it a little while ago because I got bored and then... Uh, M-C-R-A-E-J-E-N-S-E-N. That's what a best friend does. He spells for you. Wait, are we best friends? I don't... At this point, right? Fuck yeah! <laughs> now it's on the internet forever. You can't change your mind. Tyler McLean, any plugs, my sweet friend? Uh, just uh, just two, if you can handle them. Uh, Max von Spider's Spooky Stories is an improv troupe that does uh, spooky improv. Uh, <laughs> we've discovered the key to comedy. Into and it is heart. It is through oh. horror. Yes. Um, we have two shows this weekend. There's one at noon on Sunday. <laughs> Whoa, what a time for comedy. <laughs> <laughs> As morning is transitioning into the afternoon. Um, at the Pack Theater at noon, Max von Spider will be there. And then there's the IO West tomorrow night 
at uh, 9 p.m. There's also Max von Spider Spooky Stories. Which, when people hearing this, it'll be Saturday morning. So tonight, today, you can go Huxley's set at 12.45, 11.45? Well, actually, let's just say 12.30. 12.30. 12.30, you can go to Echo Park Rising and watch a fucking awesome Huxley set. And then later that night, 9 p.m. tonight, when you're hearing this. You can watch Tyler McLean do improv. I live in Echo Park. I'm done at work at 12. I'm going to be there. That's going to be great. Friendship. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is... We're friends now. I can can walk there. I can hear... That's it, it's going on right now, right? Or went on today. Uh-huh. I could hear it from my from my my room. Yeah, it's amazing. That's, I, um, amazing. that's great. That's gonna be great. It's fucking wonderful. Right. Pick Guys, up some vegetables at Vons while I'm. You got some vegetables at Vons? Well, I mean, it's right next to a Vons, so I can. <laughs> I can grab oh it. shit! I'll see you there. It's gonna be awesome. Tomorrow's we can make a little salad. <laughs> It'll be great. <laughs> I'm not sharing my salad with you. Hot take. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, Jensen McGray. Will you play one more song to close us out? Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so this one's called uh, Milkshakes, um, but it's not about milkshakes. I was standing in the household aisle of a CVS, staring at the bleach and wondering punched myself in that public place I wonder if the salesman read my darkest thoughts right from my face I ditched that plan, got on a train and went back home and then I opened up my bathroom cabinet to contemplate the acetone I looked down at my nails, they hadn't had pain in weeks I wonder what this acetone would do to me. Bet if I put it in a milkshake, it'd it taste like my childhood. If I put it in a milkshake, I'll do what any child could and drink it down so I can go play on the ground. hungry from all the crying and laying in bed I got up only got as far as my father's liquor cabinet looking at the vodka thinking about the gin considering the amaretto in the absinthe what could I what could I miss bet I put it in a milkshake and it tastes like my childhood if Put it in a milkshake, I'll do what any child could And drink it down So I can go play underground Oh, I love milkshakes I was standing in the frozen aisle of a grocery chain ice cream out for the base of my last milkshake and then a little girl who couldn't have been more than six or eight ran in front of me and took the pint I wanted to take and I hope she puts it in a milkshake
milkshake I hope it tastes like childhood And I hope she never makes a milkshake Like the one I said I would I'm going down But this won't turn my life around For tonight I'm not making milkshakes Give it up for Caitlin Noti slash Huxley. Give it up for Jensen motherfucking McRae. Give it up for Tyler McQueen. And give it up for yourselves. Thank you guys for making this one Give of it my... up for Mac and Carol. Woo! Thanks, guys. Guys, this is my favorite thing that's ever happened in the world. Um, so the show is officially over, but like we got music and beer, and uh, I, believe, I believe I got some veggie straws uh, <laughs> in the fucking cabinet. So feel free to hang out, but the show's over, so... You know, no more jokes. Ah, see you guys. <laughs> <laughs>